Shirt is out, can y'all really feel me? Peachy's in the house and she's always on a milli Out west, he's the king of the bay Fatino's all gritty, yeah, that boy don't play Hold up, from the bay to the streets Breezy represents the east, so we call him the beast Together they form a powerful being like Voltron Don't miss a single episode, turn your bells on Nitty green, it's the line is tall Flowing like a better take a wall Nitty gritty, this the line is tall We outline players up and show Nitty gritty, this the line is tall Don't like it, better take a wall Nitty gritty, this the line is tall Line is tall, nitty gritty, this the line is tall Nitty gritty, this the line is tall Hey! Don't like it, better take a walk. Y'all better take a walk, especially when your team loses. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, Peachy? <laughs> What's going on, Breezy? Nothing much, man. <laughs> Super excited. Now, I know it's a preseason win, but it's a win. And like I said, I always expect the 49ers to win, even when they shouldn't. And I'm very excited right now. Hope everybody out there that's watching is just as excited as I am. I got to get Peachy's excitement level up onto my level. So, guys, <laughs> help me out. I do want to shout out my brother, Troy, who's watching us on Twitch. Thank you so much for the bits, man. We appreciate you. Shout you out, air horns for you, baby. All right, let's get this show going peachy has another show afterwards so i do not want to keep her on here long because she's got to get to bed all right so we got some things we want to do before we get the show started and let's start out with our sponsor we are sponsored by ray's energy drinks bam that's the official joint right there so just in case you guys say oh breezy never he's never drinking his products on he's promoting the products he's never drinking the product listen i do they're just hard to find. So I say, you know what? Let me just order a case or, or two. You know what I mean? But you can go to www.repsports.com and grab the energy drinks. Now, I haven't had one yet, and my energy is on level 90. I'm about to drink this. So my energy is about to be on level 190. I'm just letting you know right now, Peachy. So get ready to host and rock this show by yourself. All right. Use the coupon code, guys. Drink Breezy. You will save a few dollars off of your order. Go ahead and order a case of 12. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. This is not the ones that I normally promote, though, Peachy. So that's the funny thing. Usually the flavors that they... You know, the, the main flavors right here. You got your your sour gummy, your great bubble gum. Everybody loves great bubble gum, right? Strawberry colada, phantom freeze. I, stay away from the phantom freeze because it's the word phantom's in there, and that means it's a mystery. Guava mango and watermelon frost. But your boy Breezy has this what we call South Beach. Something about these colors that I love too, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and crack this open real quick. And I'm going to sippy sip while we get through this uh, this episode, all right? And so, all right, make sure you go to raise, uh, get your raise any drinks, www.repsports.com. Use the coupon code DRINKBREEZY. Woo, that's a lot. All right, follow <laughs> us on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. We are live there. Listen on Twitch. Use your Amazon Prime account. It's free, free 99. Boom, use it, sign in, no commercials. You'll be good to go. Also, like and follow us on, uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. That's where the Nitty Gritty Niners show is hosted, guys. The channel is Wayne Breezy, so make sure you guys do that. And make sure you tell somebody to do it. And don't forget to hit the alert button so you never miss an episode. We're also on Facebook, and we're going to do stuff for our Facebook crew. Now, Miss Debbie 
is in the chat right now. And I'm telling you, she's running an amazing Facebook group page for Nitty Gritty Niners. It's for all the 49er fans that like to support the show. But we're talking about the 49ers, right? And so she's out there posting news articles and all those different types of things. And we are going to be looking for writers this season. So if you want to write to recap the game and all those types of things, please hit up Miss Debbie, all right? Or you can email us and we'll make sure she gets the messages and things like that. But go ahead and follow Nitty Gritty Niners. And subscribe to us on our Facebook uh, page and group. You can also find us on IG. That's Nitty Gritty Niners, spelled all the way out. And you can follow us on Twitter, Nitty Gritty 9 ERS, the number 9 ERS. Do not get it misconstrued or confused. And I do want to applaud all of you that participated in today's poll question. We had a lot of votes. We had about 200 (laughs) votes. Yeah, thank you very much. We appreciate that. I thought the question was going to be a little bit too perplexed because I thought people were going to be like, what? That's why the choices were like, I don't care. <laughs> and last but not least, go ahead and email us, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. All right, man. We got all of those out the way. That mm-hmm. is true. Peachy, I need to know before we start the show, is today a manic Monday? No, today was actually a pretty good Monday, um, considering that Saturday was my birthday. Uh, looks like Denise, and um, also happy birthday to NY to the Bay. Um, happy, happy birthday to to you today, Denise. I think Denise's was Friday. I think I can't I can't remember Denise, so don't kill me. But anyway, we had a lot of birthdays like scratched in there together. So that was really awesome. Leo um, to, in the house. Rawr, like a lion. Um, my boss took it easy on me today. He didn't I give did. me nothing for my birthday. So I guess that was my birthday. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Your boss is that cheap. That it's instead of giving you... Hold on. I got a question. I got a question. Your mm-hmm. boss is so cheap that he didn't get you a birthday meal a birthday present. He just took it easy on you today. <laughs> Not yet. Anyway, um, he hasn't got me anything yet. That's so sad. You, you know what? Yeah, well. See, see, bosses be like, you know, I pay you. That's not the point. Right, exactly. Show, show your employees <laughs> that you you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, we got a lot of Leo birthdays in here, man. All right, so and Denise's Virgo birthday, birthday too, yeah. is Denise's birthday today as well as my man NY to the Bay? I think she just said that. I know. Uh, let's see. Oh, we got- to, um, today. Okay, happy birthday, Denise. So I yeah. didn't miss it. So it yeah. is today. We got happy 49er birthday. Lakers for life. I don't like saying that, but 49ers for life. Can you take Lakers out? Just asking. You don't have to, but his birthday is coming up. All right. I I believe. All right. We got a lot of birthdays. So shout out to you guys and y'all birthdays one time. All right. And you know, since we're talking about birthdays, can we give a happy belated birthday to Muhammad Sanu? Yes. Happy belated birthday to yep. Muhammad Sanu, who caught a touchdown pass on his birthday. Right. All right, man. Sure Happy did. birthday, man. So, uh, yeah, we definitely wanted to send uh, Muhammad Sanu a shout out. Now, we got the birthdays out the way. Let Just in case 49er fans have been sleeping under a rock or whatnot, I just want to remind you that the final score was 20 to 15. The 49ers defeated the Los Angeles Chargers uh, at SoFi Stadium 
uh, I heard that the stadium, like, did you see the TV screen? On, mm. at the, tell me that it's not immaculate, Peachy. Like, who's doing it better than that? It started Man. with Dallas. Dallas had the best, I the, know. the biggest screen. And now, so far, yeah. it goes 360 around Ooh. the stadium. I, Levi, I need to upgrade. Do we need to upgrade Levi, Levi Stadium? I know that's what I'm wondering because man, it was a, uh, it's nice. It's really nice. But do you know what was nicer than that? What the was nice? The sea of red that was all in that that, that that took over the whole entire stadium. That's cool. what was nicer than that. We absolutely Dominated. flooded that game. <laughs> I, when I tell you there can't be another team, and I'm not being biased. There can't be another team in the NFL that travels better than the San Francisco 49er fans. They travel, travel. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they go all around the world, same song. They will travel. We could be playing in Europe, Italy somewhere, and the 49er Mm -hmm. Red will be there. You know what I mean? Like the Red Sea. Yeah, it'll be popping. Uh, Someone mentioned your T-shirt, and so I'm going to let everybody know where you can get the the nitty-gritty apparel. Awesome. Uh, Why you talk a little bit more about that I game? So there you go. You can see the tray, ice tray, ice tray. There. Yeah, and that was. Um, we're gonna talk about Trey Lance's game. I hope I spelled the peril right. Is it A P P A R R E L or one R? I believe that it's two R's. I think so. Two R's, one P. Yes, I believe yeah. so. That might be backwards, but you know what? I'm not sure. Don't spell the word often, so who cares? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, I would like to say that this is just one of many colors for the ladies. There is tons of colors that Breathing has added out there. So you guys yeah, you can, can, go to- can, can get your colors to your heart's content. Buy hey, one of each. Tell them where they Buy can go and get them. You know, they're still there. That new shirt's <laughs> right. coming too, by the way, soon. But uh, mm-hmm. you can go to Nitty Gritty. Uh, com, and you can get the latest apparel. Now, we also have our regular nitty-gritty brand stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we've all, I can't find my Trey Lance t-shirt. I, I had a black one, and I could have a red one. No, maybe I had a red nitty-gritty Niners one and a black Trey Lance, but that blue one is popping, especially since it's called Ice Trey, so I'm going to mm-hmm. have to go ahead and get me and, and order me a blue one, blue one yeah. as well. You know. Yeah, it looks really good with the with the way that you had this blended in the middle, the way his picture ah, looks. So you trying it's to awesome. say only only the blue looks good? Set it yeah. off in the no, I'm just saying like it for me, it just set it off too. Yeah. You got you. All right. All right. So, guys, you can go to www.nittygrittynighters.com and get your tray, ice tray. They're, they're exclusive because we're the only people that are calling him ice tray. And there's a reason right. why we're calling him ice tray. And I'm sure you guys are starting to understand. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, now you know <laughs> that this kid, once he's acclimated to the NFL speed of the game, he's going to be even, I'm about to say, vanilla ice baby. He's going to be Trey Ice Ice Baby. Uh, we're gonna have to redo that music and get him his theme song. My man Michael says the ing one, um, the ing one. That's his name. My man he says the red one is fire too. He got the red one. Yeah, you know the red saying? one is nice. Yes. All right. So yeah, man, get your trade shirts and don't forget you take a picture of it. We'll post it on our on mm-hmm. our page and everything like that. Um, we've been doing that. Shout out to everybody that supported the Nitty Gritty yep. Niner Apparel. We truly appreciate it. And if you want to get the Wayne Breezy T-shirts, hit me up with an email because I have no mm-hmm. idea what the link is off the top of my head. <laughs> I will give it to you. It's not as easy as the nitty gritty Niners joint, but it's a, it's an, it's another brand. All right. So, all right. We got to get to some football. We said happy birthday 
to our guy, Muhammad Sanu. Uh, let's just recap some of the injuries. All right, here's just a list of the injuries so far, and then we're going to break them down a little bit later. All right, so we'll do that. All right, so 49ers injury roundup just from this particular game. Mo Hurst exited the game with an ankle, did not return. Linebacker Michael Kendricks hurt his toe on his, on his first freaking play, did not return. Uh, I thought his name was Senio. Uh, Clement Calamente, I think they just spelled his name wrong. Uh, Sinio Calamente sustained a back injury, and then Alexander Myers, who was all over the field, ended up getting a concussion. All right, and so that's just a quick shout out to my man, uh, uh, Brad. Uh, at Graham underscore SFN, man. He's putting out all those crazy videos yes. and stuff like that, man. So go ahead and give him a follow. But I just wanted to post those really quickly, and then and then we're going to go ahead and break down um, some of these injuries. Now, Peachy, the injuries are starting to pile up. Yeah. Mind you, how many players didn't play in this game, Peachy, due to injury? Oh, enough. We already had yeah. so many out already, and now we have these added to it. And, you know, it's – the depth, the depth is depleting, man. It's it's, a, it's deteriorating. You can't, you can't mess with the depth. <laughs> can't mess with the depth. The depth. That's a stupid word, man. D e p t h. What the hell? The depth. You got to make sure you say it because if not, you're saying death. You know what I'm saying? Well, I tell you what. The depth is going to cause this team to death if they don't get some of these I bodies know. back on the field. And so, let's talk about the depth, right? Okay. And so, are you starting to now? Get a little more concerned because we're getting we're getting injuries to our defensive line. We're getting and we're t- and and a lot of people are saying that the defensive line, PG, is the strong suit for mm-hmm. the four yards. It's like the foundation of that the team. Shoot, yes. never mind everything else, right? Right, everything. Right. And yes. and, and and so if we're losing players. It doesn't even matter which player it is because they're all providing the pass rush. They're right. all providing penetration. They're all getting into the backfield. So now we're losing a guy like Mo Hurst. So what are your thoughts about that? Uh, we'll talk about his injury and how long he's going to be out. But just just Mo, Mo Hurst, what are your thoughts, man? He's going to be he's going to be missing for a little while. Yeah, um, I am starting to get a little worried now. And the main reason why I'm starting to get worried is the one – bright and shining moment that I had with this team is this awesome depth, like from, from first string to freaking fourth string. And now it's like in each one of them, something's going on there. And what makes me nervous about this is everyone knows that what happens is when your depth is not that strong, which is why the 49ers have fought so hard to make that happen is that they, they were down and there's no replace, you know, there's no replacement. Like they have to go out there. They have to keep playing and they wear down and we can absolutely not have our D line wearing down this year because our secondary is not as strong as it needs to be. So therefore, if, 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 if the D line is, is wearing down and, and they're getting tired, they're not going to be able to, defend and protect you know at at full speed now they will be able to actually you know do what they need to do i'm saying like not at full speed to where they will protect the secondary from having to work as hard like you can have an okay secondary and have an outstanding d-line and you'll be okay because that d-line will take all the pressure off a secondary but once you start getting down into that then you start having 
bad things happen. So I am starting to get nervous. It is starting to bother me. Yeah, that's fair to say, man. You can you can have a bad secondary and have a right. tremendous defensive mm-hmm. line front seven, and next thing you know, that bad secondary would look better because okay. their numbers would just be higher because mm-hmm. they're able to you know cover not as long, right? And so right. that's usually when the secondary breaks down when guys can't get when they can't get home, you know. And so I I don't know about you, I love sacks, but I know mm-hmm. a lot of the football, you know quote-unquote experts out there, they they talk more about the pressures and how important the pressures are. We're going to talk about the pressures, too, because um, I know you wanted to talk about the defense in this game. It was spectacular, I thought, um, other than a couple of drives. But I thought they were aided by penalties, and we'll talk about that as well. Um, and if you guys don't know what this show is going to be about, guys, it's called Two Trays. So it's the tale of two trays, tale of two halves for Trey Lance, and that's what we're going to be talking about. But we do want to highlight some of the positives and the negatives of the show. We're going to be recapping the game, all right? And so that's pretty much what you guys are going to get into for today. Just in case you didn't know, it's when to give you that disclaimer, all right? And so I'm hoping you guys are going to stick with us for the whole show. All right, so – um. Defense was uh, on point. The defensive line is taking a hit. They're also taking a hit in the middle because now Michael Kendricks is out as well with turf toe. Now, these guys, Peachy, are going to be out for at least a month. That means the minimal is a month. Mo, Mo Hurst out for about a month with an ankle sprain. Now, they said back originally. I don't know if you peeped that. Now it's an ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. And then Maurice Hurst is going to be, I mean, Michael Kendricks is going to be out with turf toe. What the freak? Were we playing on turf yesterday? Is that how you got it? One game on turf and you get turf toe? That's how it works? I know, but what aggravated me so bad is that dreaded high ankle sprain. It's starting to creep its ugly head up again. I was, oh, like, no, I don't want to hear that word. Because you... Because you all know what happens. You all know when you hear that hard word, high, high ankle sprain. Yeah. It's just like a vibe. But seriously, like it just, it just, <laughs> I'm hoping, contagious for some odd reason. I'm hoping it's a different type of in, nagging injury in 2021. So. Uh, mm-hmm. is, he, is he the only one with the high ankle sprain or is that what, is that what Jeff Wilson Jr. had as well? I don't remember his injury off the top of my head. What was Jeff Wilson Jr.'s injury? It's something, it was something like that, or something happened, but he's out much longer. So I'm assuming that Jeff Jeff's uh injury is a lot worse, right? Because he's out. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jeff had Jeff had an ACL tear. Oh wow. Oh no, that's the word. Right. High ankle sprain or ACL tear. We don't want to see those words. Right. No, they just yeah, just wipe them out. (laughs) And I don't want to see hamstring either. No hammies. No hammies. Stretch. Wide receivers and running backs, please stretch the stretch out of the stretching in your hammies, man. Get them joints loose. Put some baby oil, KY jelly, whatever right, it is you need to loosen them joints up. Get them joints loose, please. Whatever it takes. We got our done. first contribution, Peachy, from my man, Sean. <laughs> Super chat, Sean. What up, fam? All these people saying Mac and Justin doing great and worried about Trey. Trey, unlike Mac and Fields, that sounds like a, a meal. Mac and Fields is working <laughs> is working on what he doesn't do well, which will make us better long term. Love y'all. Be blessed. You know what, Peachy? I'm gonna leave this up here for a little while, but he didn't even ask us a question. So, what are your thoughts on this? Because I I like this statement. What are your thoughts on Trey is working on his uh 
deficiencies more than he's working on what his strengths are. I absolutely love what Sean said. So props out to you, bro, because this is absolutely true. That is the best way to improve is to to work on on things that you are having problems with, like all your problem areas. That that's the that's a hundred percent. Like I'm 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 with him on that. Yeah. I'm with him on that. Yeah, Sean, um, I do agree as well. Um, and some, sometimes this bothers me, though. And this is what our poll question is kind of stemmed around, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know that Trey's working on his, uh, his, his, you know, I don't want to say deficiencies. I hate that word. Right. Um, but his weaknesses. How about that? Much better word, <laughs> right? He's working on some That's of his true. weaknesses yeah. where mm-hmm. he's trying to stay inside the pocket, waiting for a place to develop. I, I, I you know, I'm, we're going to talk about some of Trey's weaknesses. I think that'll be uh, uh, that'll be cool. Oh, Miss Debbie, I do want to send her a shout out and a round of applause. I came home today, Peachy, and I just came home in the rain, and there's this box mm-hmm. sitting outside. And shout out to the mailman or mail person. Sorry, I don't want to say mailman. The mail person that left the joint not in the rain. So another applause for the mail nice. person. And I opened up the box, and I had my residency nice bam i got the sticker uh-huh. i got the official card bam you know what i'm saying bam speaking of residency they need to hit us up so we can get they can sponsor us and then we'll promote their products on our show you know peachy can use about six hats she can wear hats i and, can yeah i like hats yeah you do like hats that's the cool thing um <laughs> and uh she also <laughs> spent me- i like that you know, she she's like, oh, it, it's it snows up there, so I got the beanie. Just gonna put, I just gonna put on the beanie. Nice, look at that. Miss here's what's funny, Miss Deb. Right, I, I went running around three thirty, something like that, and I and I said, wife, I said to my wife, hey, can I run with this on? She was like, are you going? To, are you looking to die? I forgot that it's like ninety degrees outside. <laughs> And so I took it off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to shout out Miss Debbie before I forgot because I have. Oh, have that's a- awesome! So thank you, Miss Debbie. Look I do fly over there, Yeah, man, I'm looking like a young, a young Trent Trey. Bam! <laughs> Put them together, you get breezy. Trent Trey, breezy. Let's go. <laughs> nice. Let's go. All right. So, uh, I just, yeah, I just wanted to give her a nice little shout out, Miss Debbie. Yeah. He's always looking always. out. But back to Sean's yeah. comment. Yo, this is so. This is so accurate, right? But I don't know if I like it like it because I know it's preseason, mm-hmm. but I, I, I'm, I'm looking for Trey to, to be Trey. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's what today's poll question was about. We'll get to that a little bit later. So, yes. Sean, thank you so much for the contribution. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate we appreciate it. it. Um, so, yeah, we got that. You know, those are the injuries. So. Injuries are starting to creep up. We got one more preseason game, and then we got two weeks to prepare for the first game. Uh, we're going to be getting guys back. Hey, Peachy, this is going to be the dress rehearsal game. Yeah, I know. This is going to be the game with the starters. And yes. I wouldn't be surprised, Peachy, if Trey Lance starts the game. Ah! No, but he can't start <laughs> the game, though, right? Because you got to get, because you're not going to bring Jimmy in. In the second. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tr- Jimmy's going to play the first, probably the first half. Trey Lance will play the second half. 
That's how it's probably going to look. you know what I'm more excited about? What's that? Because they said that Trent Williams is supposed to play. Oh, the injury. Yes. And there'd be Trey and and just we we might get to actually see <laughs> Trey out there with our ones, like our real legit ones. I have a question for you. And I want you to be honest. Yeah. Who's more violent in the run game? Trent Williams or Mike McGlinchey? And we all know Mike McGlinchey is no slouch. I just want to know who's more violent in the run game. If I can put a poll up right now, which I can do on Twitch. So if you, I can do that on Twitch. I can look over here and put up a poll. Shout out to our Twitch. Rogers. Oh, snap. I know. I love it. Thank you guys. I love you. I appreciate it so much. All right. We getting some, we getting some, uh, some Trent. We getting some Williams. Mm-hmm. You think he's more violent than McGlinchey? I think everybody game. is going back to that play last year. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I just want to put this disclaimer out here. Uh, Peachy and I aren't famous enough yet to show video clips of things that happen in the real live games. Okay. And so we can't do that anymore because we got we got boo-booed. We got, we, got, we got a whipping. Okay? YouTube whipped us. So... I can't show clips, but I do have some still photos, and we'll get to some of the things. Hey, so a lot of people are saying, uh, Trent, Callie's saying it's not even close? Really? <laughs> hmm. I didn't ask who was better. I want to know who's more violent. That's the key word. He did kill that linebacker, though, West Coast 76. <laughs> Bad. That's the only play we need to remember. What's going on, landlord? My man, landlord is in the building. Boy, this guy was giving me a tough time on nothing but Niners last night, and I couldn't figure out why. I didn't even do anything. I don't even remember talking. <laughs> but shout out to you, landlord. We appreciate you. Thanks for the subscription too, man. Appreciate you, brother. So, all right. So, a lot of people are saying Trent. You saying Trent too? Yes. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I'm gonna go with McGlinchey, yo. Okay. I don't think anyone run blocks better than him on this team. Um, as far as violent, he is out there looking to maul you. He he actually loves to run. I do know what we've seen on tape from Trent, though. I don't think I can compare one. Of McGlinchey's the Trent, but it's something about McGlinchey I love better in the run game. I, I got you. I'm, I could, I'm, I don't mind being wrong. It's okay. <laughs> but I'm going to go with McGlinchey on this one, and everybody else, the rest of the 49er fan base, can go with uh, Trent Williams as being the most violent. The question was, who was the mo- who's more violent in the run blocking game? Is it Trent Williams or is it Mike McGlinchey? But the good thing is, they're both violent. The good thing is they're both ranked high if y'all want to follow PFF. <laughs> the good thing is they're both 49ers. Those are the good things, okay? So it's right. good that we got both of them on this squad because you know one thing we're going to be looking to do, Peachy, with our running backs is run the ball. Oh, yeah. I can read that super chat from Sean. Sean is back. <laughs> Sean says, are you talking about Trent pimp slapping Eric? I think McGlinchey. Dude. <laughs> there you go. You can't say that while I'm drinking. <laughs> I could have messed up the lens on my camera. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's not cool. That is not cool at all. Um, I got you. I, I, You know, I'm not even mad. Y'all, you guys are picking Trent. 
I, I just wanted to go the opposite way. I'm just going to show Mike McGlinchey some love because guess who? Guess who's been doing well this offseason and during the preseason? Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. Um, can you post uh, Callie's comment? This one right there? Yeah, I want to read this one. Uh, Breezy, blocking or holding? Ah, see? I knew somebody was going to ask and break it down a little bit. Multiple times last season, we had several big runs called back because McGlinchey would get called for holding. I wonder if that was because of McGlinchey's, like, his size and just getting out there too quick, mm-hmm. trying to hold on to somebody who was a little bit stronger or whatnot. I, I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a little different. I do understand why you guys are going violent because Trent Williams just took you out of the play. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, all the way out. That's this. Sorry, South Beach. Shout out to Ray's again uh, for the energy drinks, Peach. Uh, I got to send you some of these. You, you're, yeah. you you would love this one. This actually tastes like cotton candy. Oh, yeah. Definitely- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> definitely like, I hate eating cotton candy, but I just love the flavor of cotton candy. Like, I like I, I just love the smell and the, and mm-hmm. the flavor of it, but I don't really like eating it because it's just all sugar. Um... <laughs> Okay. All right. That that's fair. Oh, cinnamon, cinnamon kiss. You, my girl. Shout out to you. We both pick McGlinchy. I, I'm, I'm thinking McGlinchy is going to win. Not the comeback player of the year. That's going to go to an, a player that was injured last season. Mm-hmm. But I think McGlinchy is going to show the most turnaround. I, this offensive line is amazing, guys. If they're healthy, oh my gosh. I don't care who's playing quarterback. You can go get Nick Mullins back here. We'll probably have a good year. Okay. I cannot wait to to see this O-line out there yeah. against the Raiders. Like, I'm so excited. I'm excited to see Jimmy and Trey both in this O-line, to be honest. I just and, – and our, and our running backs, um, I'm, I'm just really – will be glad to, to see them because they already look exceptional. And I know they'll just be so much better – once they have all that blocker and everything. So I'm I'm very, very excited about seeing them as well. So. Speaking of running backs, we're going to get to them. We have different types of running backs. Does that concern you at all? If they're all not inside to outside zone? Like, does that concern you with the offensive line? Because that that's kind of how penalties get called a lot, too, when you got different types of running backs. Like, if you watch Wayne Gallman, he's more of an inside guy, right? You don't expect him to get outside to cut. Then Jermichael Hasty is like a mixture. He can go inside and outside. Most of it is straight outside, in my opinion, but he goes inside and then makes that one cut and gets to the outside. And then you got Jeff Wilson Jr. straight up inside. They ain't looking to get outside. And then Trey Sermon is like the same as a Jeff Wilson Jr. Are you seeing the pairings? And then Elijah Mitchell, I have no idea because he ain't ain't been healthy. And so, in my opinion, uh, Elijah Mitchell will be our third down back, which is what the Jet was supposed to be. Jared McKinnon was supposed to be Mm -hmm. for the 49ers. So now you throw the threat of him running or pass catching. He probably has the best hands as a running back, so he should be back soon as well. Like, does that concern you on how the offensive line has to kind of like either set the edges, seal off, things like that? Does that mess up the rhythm of the O-line in your opinion, or you just think that, you know, it doesn't – it shouldn't matter? I I think that it definitely does because I believe that your assignment – you know, like I'm saying, like all the, the O-lines, the 
alignment, the tight ends, receivers, or whoever's blocking, you know, for these these running backs has their assignment set up. And you have to, you definitely have to do that different, you know, depending on whatever. So that just puts puts um, another, you know, layer onto what you already know, you know, about mm. being out there. So mm. to me, I I do think so. Okay. And that's fine. I asked that question because sometimes I feel that way. I know the running backs have a game plan. They're told to hit their whole, you know, some running backs have vision. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to figure out which running back has the best vision. I guess that's the question because vision is when you allow the play to like develop. I think you just got that zero to 100 real quick speed. I know we don't like this person. I don't know why we don't like Le'Veon Bell, but he was never a 49er and he never did anything to the 49ers. But no one, in my opinion, had to stop and go like Le'Veon Bell. So oh, yeah, his definitely. vision was ridiculous because he can allow the play to develop and then hit so quick and make people miss. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but he had that stop and go joint on lock until he decided to want a lot more money and then blah, 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 blah and all that good stuff. Now, my man Big Fish asked where was Trent uh, uh, Williams no, where was Ken, Ken Law and Jennings yesterday? And they were both, uh, you know, serving up their, you know, their injuries. All right. Ken mm-hmm. Law still dealing with his knee, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. And then Jennings had an ankle, right? Jen- Jennings had an ankle yes. issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know right. where, though. Jerry, you absolutely are right. Gore did have vision. I was about to say that. <sighs> Gore, Gore did. I don't know if Gore had the vision like Le'Veon Bell, but... Oh my gosh, landlord agreed with me. I owe him a dollar. Um, I don't know if Gore had that same type of. I, I'm not gonna say he didn't have the vision. All I know is, could nobody get lower than Frank Gore? I want to know how he was able to get his pads so low, never get tripped up, keep up on his feet, put the arm down before going down, hit the hole, get out. Right. Gore was different. Yep. Gore was this. I'm getting excited because I loved Frank Gore, guys. He was, he, the thing that I loved about Gore the most is that teams would game plan for him and he would just make them look stupid. <laughs> because once he got that hole, like he was gone. And everybody would always be fooled by this, you know, like in the back for the tough, you know, moving and stuff. But when he got a hole, man, he was gone. He, he was all to it. He was gone. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about running backs, and there's a reason why we're talking about running backs. We're going to go through the team stats in a, in a sec. Mm-hmm. Um, the running backs from last night's game were Wayne Gallman and uh, Jermichael Hasty. They mm-hmm. were the two-back system for the whole yes. night. You even heard Kyle Shanahan said, I thought we were going to have right. to put Josh Hockett or Hockett mm-hmm. in the game at some point, but Hasty was like, hell nah. <laughs> Proud. I was so proud of these two because they held up the whole entire game. Just those two. That's what's up. Like, I don't don't think I've ever heard you say that you were proud of players. Um, (laughs) Like, usually you're you're either getting mad at them or or what. I was too, man. Uh, Wayne Gallman led the team in rushing. All right. He had what? Mm -hmm. uh, He had over 50-something rushing yards off of 15 attempts. Let me see if I got the stats for Wayne Gallman. Look, the, the 49ers came out with a game plan. Uh, uh, let's go through the offense. We'll break down the offense and we'll start with the rushing. So Wayne, Wayne Gallman had 15 carries for, excuse me, for 72 yards. He was almost averaging five yards a carry. Somebody tell me where that's bad. 
Because this means this. If he's over 3.3 yards a carry, that means on three plays, the 49ers have a what? They have a first down. That's true. That means every three plays, and he can't run every three plays. He'll be tired, right? But I'm right. just saying he's <laughs> averaging over 3.3. And so is he, if he's getting almost five, he's right in the mix with Mostert, with, with mm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so this is what Tevin Coleman used to do for the 49ers. Man, I did some research on Wayne Gallman. Listen, I didn't even know he was a Clemson kid. I didn't know much about him. I just know he led the Giants in rushing. Mm-hmm. This junk got me burping. He led the Giants in rushing. Once your boy Saquon Barkley was out for the season, this kid stepped up. Mm-hmm. And it was his contract season because he became a free agent. Now he's a 49er. And a lot of people have him not making the team. And I get it. I get it, Peach. We can only take how many running backs? Three? Maybe yeah. even four? But if, if, if we're taking four, he's got to be the fifth guy. You're going to have to figure out what you're going to do with Jeff Wilson Jr. Because this guy is showing up. He got licked in this game. Did you see him get rocked? Yeah. Yeah. He got hit pretty, pretty, pretty hard, hard. Pretty hard, hard. But you know what he's showing me, Peach? That he can be, he's a durable guy. That's right. And at the running back position, you need durable guys. Um, it's possible, though. If you guys aren't familiar with the practice squad. Let me just recap the practice squad for you guys. The practice squad, as of since last year, you can have 16 players on the practice squad. Six of those players can be veterans that aren't hold to the same standard as the other 10 where you have to be eligible to be on the practice squad as far as how many uh, professional games you play. So you can have six vets on there. The 49ers signed veterans. They signed him. They signed uh, Michael Kendricks. They signed They signed a bunch of vets that are possibly, hopefully, if they didn't have like a super-duper great camp, they're going to be on the 49ers practice squad. This is probably why we're not seeing a lot of the vets do a lot of the things. Right. <laughs> <'Cause they're sitting laughs> right. Trying to have mind control over the NFL. Look, man, you didn't want my, my, my player. He's going to clear waivers. He didn't do much. <laughs> you don't got much on him. <laughs> Let him clear waivers. <laughs> He's, he's not good at all. Go on the waivers. Because you know what's going to happen, Peachy, in the NFL. You know what happens, especially to the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Players get injured. And then you want to have those players that were with you from, from OTAs um, right. all the way up until now, that did some preseason work that's got – you want to have them on your squad securing a spot just in case – Somebody goes down, they're the next man up. That's how the NFL works, guys. I know you might not like it, but I do like that new rule. And I do like that we're able to keep about six veterans on that joint. And so that helps the 49ers in a way. I'm hoping we don't get any injuries. But I'll tell you what, if you put the other running back named Jermichael Hasty on the practice squad, the moment you cut him, somebody picking them up. And I'm talking about somebody like Seattle, Arizona, and the Rams because the Rams lost their running back for the year. Yeah. You cannot put... Mm -mm. mm -mm. Kyle Shanahan is is too much of a genius Mm -hmm. to put a guy like him, especially with Hasty trying to show... He belongs on this team who's coming back off of it. Uh, if it wasn't an ACL, coming off of an injury from last year. Don't know what it is. I don't want to get crucified on our show because I don't have the right <laughs> injury. But he's coming back off of the injury. And so, yeah, man. So that that that's 
That is what it is. It is what it is. But I do want to celebrate before we start breaking down the game um, in its entirety. I do want to celebrate this guy right here, man. Uh, and Peachy, I don't care if we spend a whole hour and a half talking about this because I got some issues with this right here. Mm-hmm. All right. But let's give my man Fred Warner the round of applause. <laughs> Number 21 voted by the NFL players. Fred Warner is ranked. Number 21. Last year, he was ranked 70. This dude climbed hella spots, but he's 21. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to know your initial reaction when you saw him 21. I I believe I put out a post. Peachy said, if he ain't in the top 10, I riot. Mm -hmm. So I got my gear. Yeah. And I'm ready to go. And I just want to know what your initial reaction is. Don't worry about me. I just want to know your initial reaction. Just make sure you got bail money. No, my initial reaction was, oh, so he's going to show up now? I mean, I literally like turned to my son and I'm like, really? Like now? And then, you know, I was happy because, you know, he's a 49er and he was 21. And, you know, but at first, oh, he should have been top 10. I agreed with you on that. He absolutely should have been top 10. Yeah, I, I, I see some, some people are saying Warner is top five, top ten. I just think he should have been in the top ten. I, yeah. He is higher ranked than uh, Bobby Wagner, who I think was, what, 25? But guess what I have, Peach? I have a list, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I think I was on, on point. Do I have the list of those that made it? I think I have it on my phone. All right, so I'm going to read to you guys who so far have been ranked – Higher than Fred Warner. And let's not play the homer. I really want to know, Peachy, Mm -hmm. how you feel about these players. And I'm sure everybody else is going to uh, chime in. And thank you so much, Nana. Guys, hit the like button. That's the first thing we asked you to do at the beginning of the show. It goes like this. Hit it. I was about to turn that ding into a beat. <laughs> In my head, it was a beat. All right. Um, all right, here we go. Yeah, that that's that. Yeah, get the likes up, guys. All right, here we go. You ready? So number 20, uh, Cook, Dalvin Cook, right, from um, Minnesota, running back. Buda Baker, 19. Deshaun who can't get a massage ever again in his entire life, Watson, is number 18. Xavier Howard, number 17. Miles Garrett, number 16. Uh, Tyreek Hill, number 15. Alvin Kamara, number 14. This guy who I like but I dislike a lot. Jalen Ramsey, number 13. This is another guy that I like, but I just can't stand him. Russell Wilson, number 12. And then last but not least, I'm going to give this kid his props, but 11? Stephon Diggs. Now, I understand Stephon Diggs led the NFL in receptions and and a whole bunch of stuff. I just want to know how, who should Fred Warner, should Fred Warner be ranked higher than any of these guys? Oh, it sounds like that's a tough one. It's just a tough one because everybody who was in front of Warner 
with the exception of like, I could see Fred Warner being higher than Dalvin Cook. Okay. I could see Fred Warner being higher than uh, Stephon Diggs. Okay. Um, trying to think, is there anybody else on there? I, I think that's like- about right because Buddha Baker, um, you know, deserved it. Like he he bought out last year. Like he had a really really good year last year. So uh, was Buda Baker all pro last year? Can anybody confirm if he was an all pro? And I'm not putting the all pro out there just because. But Fred Warner took one dinger, came out for like one or one and a half plays. I thought he was going to be injured, and went back yeah. in and and ended the season as an all pro. We got another birthday out there too. Happy birthday, Caleb! And ended as an all pro. And I get it. He climbed up from 70 to 21. Right. But I still feel like this is a little disrespectful to yeah. some, a guy like Fred Warner, who is not, who doesn't give two flying cares, guys. This is just us having a conversation right. about his but the thing, The thing is, though, Breezy, the fun thing about where all of our 49ers were ranked okay. in this year's top 100 only gives them motivation. We know what they need to do this year, and and we know what they're going to do this year. They're all going to be way up there, just like they have been before, um, and and more of them on this list. They will be a lot more on this list next year. So, all right, there you have it, man. Peachy is a little confused, uh, but after hearing the, the the numbers from twenty to eleven, and then I can't wait to hear ten to one. I mean, it's going to be quarterback city <laughs> right at least four or five quarterbacks gotta be in that Tom top Brady's gonna be number one I'm just you letting think, everybody know think so Brady's gonna be no one? surprises out there okay so, what he is. yeah he, he he should be number one December he will be. That you everybody got beat by a 44 year old that's that's he gotta be number one and because he went to Tampa Bay the first year and took them to the Super Bowl so he's gonna Brady's gonna be number one so people should only be talking about two on down because <laughs> I, I I agree with you. It's Tom Brady. I agree. Um, but so I'm I'm thinking what four or five quarterbacks got to be in the top ten. No more 49er players, guys. I think that was no, it. That's it, right? Fred Warner. Did Brandon Ayuk crack it or no? No. So, and that's 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 okay. That's okay. Yeah. He that's okay. He, um. Yeah. That's okay for him. Um. I did see um a lot of people out there. It, well, that were on Twitter that were pissed off because they felt like that Bosa should have been somewhere. On this countdown, because and and I couldn't say that they were wrong, and the reason why is because there were some <laughs> players on this list that got hurt early in the season. We got jokes, and they were low. Yeah, on on there, like they were in the nineties and the you know eight, you know lower because they got hurt early in the season. So I do understand, you know, what they're saying about both and not appearing on here at all. Yeah, I'm cool with. I, I, but, I totally understand you know. why. Uh, yeah. you know, T-Man six seventy. I had to, I had to post this one. You know, Richie James is not on the list. I think Richie James needs to do some more backflips, <laughs> and then I think he'll loosen up, and then he can be the Richie James at least we thought he was. Yeah, but like when you don't play, and you're not an impact out there, I mean, you 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 know, it's weird though because the 49ers defense was top five. Right? Last year? Am I saying that wrong? And I think that that is why. Because I was thinking about why 
Bosa wouldn't be on there anywhere. And I think that they took into the consideration that we still had a top defense without Bosa last year. Okay. And I think that if our defense had been like ranked 29th or something like that, I I believe because players players pay attention to all that stuff. They watch all the media. They they do all that stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? So even though I was a little bit angry with some of the players that were on here that got hurt around the same time that Bosa did, I kind of did understand why he wasn't on there. But it wouldn't have hurt them to put him at like 90-something, though. Hey, hey, look, you have spoken. I'm I'm I listening. I'm look. I'm taking in. Listen, guys, it's just a fun list. The players vote. Mm-hmm. It's no biggie. It is. Right? But Peachy said it earlier. It's motivation, right? Mm-hmm. And who knows what motivates a player like Fred Warner? Who knows what it is? It could have right. been something simple that's fun like this, and he's going to go out there and probably do everything he can mm-hmm. to just not to prove to them, but to prove to himself he can continue to grow. You know, I think that's what it's all about. Growing mentally, growing physically, growing like, you know, you know, just growing in the sport and then at the position. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And so I think that's the type of, uh, you know, ability Fred Warner has. And I'm hoping that it rubs off on all the players because I always say to my students, never, ever, ever stop wanting to learn. Ever. Always leave room to learn something new because it's only going to make you better. You know what I'm saying? And if we all apply that little method to life, we'll all continue to grow. The more you know, the more you grow. Remember that NBC uh, <laughs> little PSA? <clears throat> Back to life. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you got it with the rainbows. You got it with the rainbows. All right, quick reminder, guys. That's not the reminder I was looking for, but we'll get into that. We're, see, the thing I don't like about this is I can't tell where the stuff is. But here's a reminder. Nope. Yeah, there we go. Deadlines. Matt Miyoko reports the deadlines for upcoming NFL roster cuts, which will be tomorrow. Uh-oh. So the 49ers, Peach, you're going to be losing five players. Right. But you know what, Breezy? What was crazy about it? And it may not have stuck out to anybody else, but it sure did to me. There's a lot of teams that have already narrowed theirs down. And what did Kyle say? not made a decision as of yet. Hmm. Hmm. I kind of found that, you know, kind of, that's, that's crazy and kind of scary because, you know, you, you get down to 80 and then you have to get down to 53. So if, so if the 49ers are, are, are struggling with trying to figure out how to get down to 80. Let me tell you why they, let me tell you why they're struggling. Why? Because, Players aren't playing due to injury. Right. And then the players that are filling in are putting up some good mother freaking competition. Right. All right. Hey, I didn't curse one time on the show, so I'm just going to do it one time. They're putting up some good mother <laughs> competition. Okay. I, and true. that is, that is great for us. That's fantastic it's great, for us. And it's not great because those that get let go are oh. going to get picked up. It's inevitable. Just like that. <laughs> but you know why? Because they were in Kyle Shanahan's system. This is probably why some stuff has to be vanilla, right? Kyle right. can't unleash everything in practice because everybody not making the team. 
And somebody's going to take some type of some of Kyle's concepts, right. some of uh, D'Amico Ryan's concepts, and they're going to yeah. take them wherever they go. And that's just the sport of football. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, I, you know, I will never forget last year's cut when we cut DJ Reed due to injury because the 49ers said that he wasn't going to be healthy. So they had to cut him. Right. He wasn't going to be healthy by a certain time. And I swear to goodness, the moment they cut the mother. He was healthy to play for Seattle. The moment Seattle picked yeah. him up, he was ready to go like week half mm-hmm. of one. And oh, boy, that made me so mad. <laughs> DJ Reed balls out. looking that. like a damn Hall of Famer. <laughs> All pro DJ Reed. I'm, it's okay. All pro DJ yeah. Reed. I'm sitting there saying to myself, man, and I like DJ Reed. I just felt like he couldn't get right with the concept that the 49ers were asking him to do on the, on the team, maybe, maybe just maybe it's a tad bit more complicated. And I'm hoping this year with D'Amico Ryan's as the DC, that it's more, and you heard the players say it, you heard D'Amico say it's going to be more reaction, more just go do instinct, blah, 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 blah. And then maybe more concepts will be added as as they go along, as they start to get you know their mojo right. And so I'm just I'm just saying maybe it was too complicated for some of the players last year, and maybe it's time for some of the coaches just to dial it back a, a tad bit, just so that the players can get going, do some simple things, man. Like and, and that goes from the offensive side and the defensive side, in my opinion. In my opinion, I think that that's that's what's going to go down. All right. So, listen, we got a lot more show for you guys. We're only Mm -hmm. an hour into the show. And since we're an hour into the show, we're going to talk about our sponsors one more time. Shout out to Ray's Energy Drinks. Let me tell you about these, man. These drinks have zero sugar. You see it right there on the can. Zero sugar. All right. Get your Ray's Energy Drinks. Where can you get these drinks from? Oh, it's super simple. You can go to www.repsports.com. Use the coupon code. Drink Breezy, and you will save a few dollars off of your purchase. They have all types of things here. I like the energy drinks. If you like to work out, they have the supplements for your post-workout, your pre-workouts, all that type of good stuff. I'm telling you right now, these got BCAA uh, aminos. They got electrolytes. All right. They got zero dyes and zero sugars. And that's what you like to see on the stuff that you put inside of your body. I was always told if you can't pronounce some of the things that go in your body, do not buy it. Right. Don't eat it. Don't put it in your body or anything like that. But shout out to Raise Energy Drinks. Thank you so much. For that. All right, guys. So we got the Raise Energy drinks out. Uh, just another quick shout out to Raise. Peachy is back. It's good to have you back. <clears throat> All right. So let's go ahead and break down. Now, game. Once again, just in case you forgot, 49ers won 20 to 15. Bam. Y'all know that already. All right. Let's talk about how they won. And let's get through some of these, uh, you know, little things like that. All right. And that, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, let's talk about the quarterbacks. All right. Let's start off with Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo started a game. He had a 15-play first drive. Matter of fact, I want to go through his first drive. Guys, when you watch the regular season shows, we do the nitty-gritty Niners first drive all the time, whether it's scoring, whether it's not. So since this is a preseason game, let's go ahead and do it anyway. And then, PG, you can stop me wherever you like about the first drive, all right? Now, I'm not going to post it up here. I'm just going to read it. First and 10 at the 16. PG, why in the hell were we at the 16? 
Why can't we be at the 25? Because of who we have special teams. Don't even start. Don't don't even get me started. It'll be a three-hour show. (laughs) Just tell me in in three seconds why San Francisco is starting at their 16-yard line. Because of the special teams. Okay, special teams. So, so you don't. You're scared to winch, winch, winch in. You're no, I have no problem with it. Richie James, who oh. who I am am looking forward to seeing his name on the, on the really tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, dang. He, so you don't even think Richie James makes no. the tomorrow. Tomorrow, I want him gone tomorrow. I think I said that on Twitter or something. Oh man, I, I think Nitty Gritty, uh, nothing but Niners is doing a show tomorrow. I can't wait to be on that show so we could do this eighty <laughs> men cut. That's going to be crazy. Oh Me my god, and JV, yo, are like. We're going to talk about that. And we'll end the show on who we think is getting cut. All right. First and 10 at the 16. This is the first drive. We're lined up in shotgun position, guys. Hasty um, to the right for, for two yards. Small. Mm-hmm. I, I hate. I, the, the, the motto is any positive yards are good yards. But if you're going to run the ball, at least get me three or more. Yes. I three agree more. with you. Three or more. That it just mm-hmm. sets up a different set of play calls. Second and eight at the 18. We're lined up in shotgun again. Pass short to the middle to Kyle Yushek. This was actually a good pass to Kyle Yushek. I'm starting to think that Yushek is Jimmy's favorite target over George Kittle. I think mm-hmm. if Yushek is in the game, that is Jimmy's safe. Down, check, whatever. But that was right down the middle to Kyle Yushek. All right. First and 10 at the 27. 49ers are moving. Guess what? They're lined up in shotgun again. Three straight plays, Peachy, and shotgun. Do you think that's an issue with Jimmy not lining up behind center to start? I think so. Mm. I, I wonder what they think out there, you know. Uh, this was an incomplete pass, deep right to Brandon Ayuk. All right. This was the pass that was like 85 yards over his head. I don't, yeah. yeah. It's like, damn, Jimmy, where are you throwing to? The Space Jam? Like, who was out there? There was like nobody. At least he threw it to where like no one could catch the ball. Right? There was no <laughs> linebackers. There was no safeties. There was no players from the opposing right. team on the outside of the bounds to catch the ball. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, third and seven at the 30. It was an incomplete pass to Brandon Ayuk again, but Jimmy recognized that he was interfered with and he threw the ball. So the 49ers get the first down. All right. And so it was a holding call, not interference. Yes. All right. So it was five yard holding. All right. First and uh first and ten. This is the play. Uh so Wayne Gallman's into the game. All right. All four for uh all five of Jimmy Garoppolo's passes, four of those five passes attempts, one, two, three, four, five, uh, four of those were in the shotgun position. I want y'all to remember that because we're gonna get to Trey Lance's stuff and we wanna know where he lines up. Was he behind center most of the time? This is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the things that we're learning. Maybe Jimmy Garoppolo needed to work out of the shotgun more. Uh maybe that's one of his deficiencies. He can see more of the field when he's lined up in shotgun. Who knows? All right. Um, so first and 10, Wayne Gallman, five-yard rush. So Wayne Gallman on his first run gets five to Michael Hasty got two on his first run. Just putting that out there. It's not a competition. It's always, it's always a competition, guys. All right. Uh, second and five, Gallman right for three yards. All right. So now it's third and two. Jimmy Garoppolo, short pass uh, in the shotgun. Okay. In the shotgun uh, to Charlie Warner. It's first and 10 at the 47. The 49ers were 
dicing up the field. Run, pass, 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 run, whatever, whatever, how you want to say it. But they were moving short, yeah. intricate cuts. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's like a boxing match, guys. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo's not going for the knockout. He's going to go. about a thousand cuts. <laughs> Ooh, the nice little cuts. I like that, Peachy. First and 10 at the 47. Jimmy Garoppolo is not lined up in shotgun. He's lined up under the center. He sees the coverages covered. He sees he can beat the guy. He rushes up the middle. I want to know what your reaction was. But Jimmy scrambles up the middle for 10 yards. Asante Samuel Jr. makes the tackle. Jimmy ran the ball. Talk about it, Peachy. I thought it was great. I loved it. It was vintage Jimmy, and I loved it. It reminded me of 2019 Jimmy. So I loved it. I jumped up. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. This is awesome. Because I because I had been wanting to see that. I had been wanting to to see that Jimmy. Yeah. So a lot was, of people said that? that, PG. A lot of people kind of tweeted about that, said mm-hmm. this looked like the Kansas City Jimmy Garoppolo right. running the ball. Definitely not passing the ball. But running the ball, right. it looked like uh, he, he had that in him, right? Oh, yeah. the most impressive part about the run mm-hmm. was the mother freaking slide. Yes. Did you see the slide in the pop-up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard, I heard, PG. They don't teach quarterbacks how to slide. It's like an innate, natural thing that they have to do. Like they, like you just. I don't know if they practice it. I wouldn't ask my quarterback to practice slide. I don't know. You might tear an ankle right. or something like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that looked pretty natural. It looked Russell Wilson-ish. I just want to put yeah. that out there. Uh, the slide did. Um, all right. It so. Did. Uh, first and 10, Hasty up the middle, four yards. Now the, the ball is starting to move. Second and six, Hasty for three yards, lined up in the shotgun position. Third and three, short pass right to Hasty. All right. This is where they go for it. Fourth and one. Now, I believe Hasty got the first down on the third and three because he mm-hmm. stretched the ball out. Yes. But the refs didn't even look at that. They just looked okay. where he went on the bounds. Come on, refs. I got to be better. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? All right. Anyway, he gets the fourth and one. They get the first down. Fourth and one. F- fourth down. How were you feeling about Kyle? What is your rules? Like, how did you feel about Kyle going for it on fourth down? Because it was a fourth and one and, and where it was, I was okay. I was okay with him doing that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, always, I'm, for the record, I'm always going to gonna be for for that that moment like on the field right there in that position i'm always gonna want my coach to go for it on fourth and one got you <laughs> yeah it's it, it my my rules is is preseason i don't care if it was fourth and ten <laughs> just go for it like just go for it what's the worst that can happen you give them the ball back you, your defense has good you know, they don't have great I wish that he would have went for it more, actually, because it was preseason. I will have to mm. agree with you on that, Breezy. I did. I, I don't I know about there was doing more, it. More chances he should have took to you. I don't know about doing it with Sudfeld, but definitely Jimmy or Trey. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you want to talk about Sudfeld, too. All right, here we go. First and 10, incomplete pass. He was lined up under center. Second and 10, Wayne Gallman, negative two yards. This is where it kind of started to fluster a little bit, all right? So you got the incomplete pass on first down because Jimmy looked weird out there. He, he he finished the game, what, three for six? That means it was 50%. His quarterback mm-hmm. rating was like 90.2. And here we go. 
This is yeah. Jimmy's last play I'm about to announce. All right. And I know we're going to argue. I know they're talking about hot dogs out there. Now I want a hot dog. But here me we too. go. Um, you're making me hungry. I haven't ate yet. Guys, cut it out. <laughs> cut. Stop it. What was that? Cut it out. I forgot how it go. Remember that show? That's oh, yeah. yeah. I can't remember the name of the show. But anyway. Full House. No, it was before Full House. Remember Dave used oh. to be on some type of comedy show? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's how he got the Full House. Out of Control or something like that. Out of it? Control. You yeah. are. Yo, Peachy's yeah. on it. All right. Yes. Here we go. Third and 12 at the Chargers 34. Jimmy lined up in shotgun. Pass deep to middle. Intended for Brandon IU. Interception. Now, let me see if I have that. All right. Here's the picture right here. Now, I, I, I slowed it down and I tried to make it as clear as I could possibly can. I even put a circle on it. Now, the route I thought was decent. I don't know if it was the wrong route. I don't know if he he kept running a certain way and Jimmy thought he was going to, you know, be in a certain spot. But the pass was incomplete. It was intended for Brandon Ayuk. He tips the ball. He gets both hands on the ball. So I want y'all to see that. Those are his hands that are, that are touching that ball. I thought his body was, was twisted a little bit in real life, in real time. When I stopped and freeze-framed it, I see both hands on the ball. I'm not saying this was the best pass, PG. Right. Should Brandon Ayuk have come down with this as a completion, or was this pass a bad pass on Jimmy Garoppolo's part? I just want to know what your thoughts are. After I have looked at at video of this several times, I will have to change my mind. I had said that it was a bad pass, but after looking at that, Ayuk should have caught that. Ayuk has has been missing a lot of balls, and I think that Kyle's finally noticed that. Like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> like, that's he, a concern for me, PG, because yeah, everybody is. is saying that Brandon Ayuk is the number one receiver. Right. They trashed George Kittle for not being able to catch passes. Brandon Ayuk is getting all the pass passes literally in the world, not mm-hmm. pass catching passes, but just like we're not we're overlooking it. In my opinion, you know, Nick said it last night on the show that it's on both of them. I feel like it's it's hard to pick. I, I, I really wish that this ball was thrown better. And then if he clearly didn't catch it, it would be clearly on Brandon Ayuk. But the ball was thrown behind him it was. and it was high. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the greatest pass, that's for sure. It wasn't so the easiest to- pass. It's but so I do feel like that Ayuk, I feel like that because it came across here, Ayuk should have, you know, should have done something. He's got he's to catch that pass. Yeah. You can't be, you, you, you can't get your hands on it. It's, it's especially, especially if the ball don't have the velocity as a Trey Lance pass, which right. everybody was complaining about. Oh, exactly. he's got ball more <laughs> touch. All right. Especially if not that. Right. So I feel like I you after going back and watching it, Ayuk has to make that catch. But Jimmy has to make a better pass. Like don't put your receivers in a position where you're gonna get them killed, Jimmy. Or any quarterback. Trey, mm-hmm. Jimmy, Sudfeld, Nick Mullins, whoever Kyle Shanahan, if he gotta play quarterback, put the ball in front of your receiver. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Put it in that one little spot. That's where accuracy comes in to where they can catch it. And save their lives at the same time. Because sometimes wide receivers don't know who's 
coming at them face on. And then so they pull up to embrace themselves for the hit. There's a lot of stuff going on with football. But that pass was high. I'm with T-Man. He looked, he could have got spooked. He didn't know who was coming, even though nobody was right there. But I will give Brandon Ayuk this credit. The tackle he put on Emmanuel, I mean, Ashanti Samuel was amazing. I don't even know how he made the tackle. It was yeah. like he, he went for the nice. pass, missed the pass, hit the ground, popped up like a spring, grabbed him, made the tackle, and saved, for, saved the return. So uh, Ayuk catch the ball. Jimmy throw the ball better. But Ayuk, right. shout out to you on the tackle. I thought that was, that was yeah. a good tackle. <laughs> Not that I want him tackling. All right. Yeah, but see, all right. So, all right. So I got to put this comment out. All right, because Lucia says, Bourne dropped a lot of passes. Yeah, well, Bourne was also a walk-on, undrafted, free agent who didn't get drafted to the 49ers, who they signed, who should have been cut. You heard Kyle Shanahan say yes, from his own he was mouth. cut. It just so happened that y'all favorite wide receiver who's never played it down for the 49ers, Alan Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hurd, uh, Jalen Hurd hasn't made the team. He, like, he was hurt. And so he got put on IR. And then the other wide receiver that we saw flashes of that we thought was our slot guy to save our life because it was Jimmy's favorite target, Trent Taylor, goes out with a foot injury. Next thing you know, next man up, it happens to be Bourne. And so you lived with Bourne's drops, but you also lived with his big catches. I expect yeah. Brandon, uh, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel to make those catches. Mm-hmm. But let me let me ask you this, though, because um, what he was doing was responding to somebody who said that Bourne would have caught that. And I'm not going to say that Bourne would have caught that because I don't know whether Bourne would have caught that ball or not. It's possible. Yeah. Bourne's a little slower. He might have been right there at the <laughs> – he doesn't <laughs> run as fast as Ayuk, so he might have been right at the spot. And it wouldn't have been behind him, so it might have been easier for him to catch. I don't know. I don't know. We can't say KB would have missed that right. pass. No one knows whether K- he would have caught I, it or dropped it. I will say this. Mm-hmm. KB's drops were wide open passes. Right. KB's catches were passes that he shouldn't have caught. Right. So in That's my true. opinion, he probably would have caught that <laughs> pass. <laughs> Just because it was contested, it was covered and he's, he might be a little bit t- – I don't know. I don't know. That was a tough one. And, Callie, don't worry. We're going to get to that throw next, all right? So this is not a trash Jimmy. We're just at, I was just asking Pete, you, did, was this on the receiver? Was this on the quarterback? Right. A lot of people are saying both, and that's fair. You can say both. <laughs> you know, you can say both. He's just mad because that's his number one. And I keep trying to tell him Brandon Ayuk is the number two receiver for the 49ers. Um, he, he might even be number three because Trent Sherfield might be number two. Debo is clearly your number one. I'll just <laughs> – I want to start. <laughs> All right. And so that's it. Now let's talk a little bit about Trey Lance because Trey Lance first three series, five plays, 16 yards, punt, three plays, six yards, interception, three plays, three yards, punt. So let's go ahead and show the interception. Okay. All right. Here we go. So this pass was intended for Muhammad Sanu. This was, this would have been, I think this was Sanu's first attempt. And I'm going to say that I don't know the velocity of a Trey Lance pass. All I know is, I don't know if he played baseball, PG, but he's throwing like 99 miles per hour. And this ball zipped uh, right through. It might have, it looked like it's in front of Sanu, but his mitts are right on the ball. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> exactly. His mitts are more on this right ball. His than mitts Ayuk's are was, more yes. on this ball mm-hmm. than uh, Ayuk's mitts yep. on on Jimmy's ball. Agreed. Balls. Because Jimmy only got one ball. So I felt like Sanu, even though he stretched out, this had to be a catch um, on the receiver. But again, not not the best throw from a quarterback. But you know what? Mike Mike gave it to me on the show last night, pause, because he said, well, well, Breezy, you said that the quarterback just got to throw it in front of him. I, you're right, Mike. I did. And that is in front. That is not behind him. <laughs> But who's this one on, PG? Is this one on Trey, the quarterback, or is this one on the receiver? Or is it on both? I think that it's on both. And the reason why that I think it's more on both is because I think that if if it had been if there had been more touch on it, I think that he would have caught it. I think with that speed and that velocity, I think that that aided in him not being able to to catch that. So, so it's it's both. He he still because it was right there. He he should have caught it. But then I can also see where that speed man is just, you know. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> I mean the velocity's coming in. I mean, but you mm-hmm. can't make that a touch pass, y'all. Do y'all do y'all not see the three blue jerseys right there? <laughs> I see three. I see. The safety, yeah, the linebacker, mm-hmm. I see another linebacker, and then I see the other safety out of the play, the DB covering. I, I just see three blue. And I and so as if I'm Trey Lance, I'm putting it only in a spot. See, you see where he's going, he's leaning toward that spot, Peach. Did you see mm-hmm. that person coming? So if he catches that, he has enough time to you you guys play Madden. You guys know about the X catch? This is the X catch. Catch the damn ball. <laughs> get down. Protect this. Protect your neck. Okay? Right? right? Protect your neck. Yeah. There has to be gunned in there. And so, you know what? I tell you what. Where is this comment? Somebody put up a comment. My man Conrad. I got to post it. All right? Why is it peachy that his receivers in college could catch his balls? I'm not even pausing that joint. I want to know. We're talking about guys that probably aren't even in the NFL. They're probably on their way to the CFL. Why is it that they can catch his balls, his fastballs at that? Yeah, it's probably just because they got used to him when they first started doing it and probably, you know, struggled getting used to the, the velocity. But when but when you're, you're catching balls from somebody, it's just like our guys are going to get used to it. Like it's going to happen where we're at. They are. And Kyle's going to demand that they get used to it <laughs> because he's going to be catching a lot of balls from him. Hold that thought, though, because okay. the only way it's going to happen, Peachy, is if you put Trey Lance in there with the ones. Right. Okay? Yeah. We want to know why his passes have more touch to, like, a Trent Sherfield is because he knows Trent Sherfield. He knows his ability when he gets open. Mm-hmm. He's knowing where to place that ball. It's because... They practice together all the daggone time. They have the continuity. They have the chemistry. Yep. And so this is why I feel like you see touches to Sheerfield, even though you haven't seen any quick end routes, quick slants, all that stuff. You haven't seen him run those routes. We don't even know if he can. But you know what he can do? He can get open. 
And when he gets open down the field, you know who's looking for him? Trey Lance. That's right. And so he has touch. It's just that he's worried about – he has to understand that, yes, the league is faster, but he has to allow the game to slow down just a, a, a tad bit. Right. Because he has to make the throws for his guys to catch. That's why a lot of people are saying bad placement of the pass. I agree. I don't disagree right. with that. That's Trey Lance. That's on. That's all Lance. But Sanu has to make that catch because he's a professional. His job is to make catches. Somebody asked me last night on the Nothing But Niners shows, hey, Breezy, what, have you ever heard of a playmaker? I, I have. They make contested, unbelievable catches. Right. Like Kendrick Bourne made unbelievable catches, but you wouldn't yeah. consider him a playmaker, right? Mm-hmm. See, so we we take that phrase and we we loosely use it, um, but those guys got to go out there and make plays. Sometimes you got to bail your QB out. Yeah. You got to bail gonna, him out. I'm gonna post this by Mo's. Okay. Um, he says Mahomes throws with a lot of zip. Aaron Rodgers throws with a lot of zip. Allen throws with a lot of zip. Having a strong arm is no problem. Going from Jimmy to Trey is what the issue is. The issue is Moe's. Shout out to my brother, uh, Agent Moe's. Make sure you guys are following him on the stream. Agent Moe's right there, man. Go ahead and subscribe to his channel right now by clicking that ding. All right. Here's the issue. The real issue is, and we're saying the same thing. I'm just going to reiterate what we said a little bit, a little while ago. Trey Lance needs to practice with the ones. Right. Only way you're going to build the chemistry. So in other words, you got to give Trey Lance the reps. So what am I saying? Then I, Somebody asked me about Trey Lance starting earlier. I, I've been saying this. You got to let this guy start. Okay? And, 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 and hear me out. Trey Lance is going to mess up. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you rather live with Trey Lance's mess ups as a rookie and build off of that than your veteran coming in and messing up? And... So what? You're paying your vet $27 million to be a, a backup. Who cares? If Trey Lance can't get it going, guess what you got? The insurance. You got a guy that can be the veteran on the team and says, you know what, guys? I can pick this up. Let's go. And so this is why I'm saying start the kid that needs the reps because he's either going to get out there and super exceed or struggle. And I'm okay with them struggling because you got like the number one defense ready to play. You, the team is built to win. You, tr- Peachy, you yeah. you you tweeted something earlier, and 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 I think some some of the you know the analyst experts out there reiterated what you were saying right mm-hmm. on ESPN right, and you said the difference is the 49ers have talent now at the backup spot. Whether it's Jimmy or whether it's Trey, the talent super exceeds Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, and any other quarterback that the 49ers have had in the past, like, 10 years. Right. The talent. Trey Lance is even more talented than Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. He might share some of the same traits as far as the zip on the ball, Mm-hmm. But he's more talented. He's able to process the game a lot better yes, than Colin. Absolutely. Um, he's he's able to go through his progressions a lot easier than Kaepernick did. Yeah, I agree. I, and I and I know people are gonna disagree, Kelly. And that's fine. I get it. Everybody has their whatever. But 
if, and hear me out, if, and this is a big if, but if Jimmy gets hurt week one, guess who mm-hmm. you got to put in the game anyway? And guess what? You put him in and you're going to have to live with what you get, right? Right. And so what's the difference? Absolutely. Right. My, um, my whole thing about that one, I was saying on social media was basically that if you look, okay, for instance, at the preseason game, Jimmy Garoppolo threw a pick. Trey Lance threw a pick. What happens in week one, God forbid, and knock on wood, Jimmy Garoppolo has one of those interception games where he just throws us out of of being able to win that game. If you put Jimmy out there in that position for all those interceptions, what's the difference in putting Trey out there if he – is going to throw one because we all know, and you guys can say whatever you want to, we know that Jimmy is famous for these interceptions. So (laughs) even though, you know, he throws a pick and then he does awesome or whatever, sometimes that's the case. Sometimes. Sometimes he can throw us out of winning a game also. The only thing that I'm trying to say is why not let the rookie go through his his mistakes that he's going to make if if our vet is gonna wind up making some some of them mistakes as well, yeah, you're still gonna have growing pains either way. It's not gonna matter. So yeah. why not have them with your future and go ahead and have that now? Then I mean that's all I'm saying. So I just want to say Trey finished the game, and that's good points, Peach. Trey finished the game eight for 14, 102 yards. He was averaging seven point three yards a carry to Jimmy's like two, three something yards a carry uh, pass. Sorry, um, he had two touchdowns, an interception. He was sacked two times. All right, and his quarterback rating uh, was eighty nine point nine. I would love to see that rating get higher, but the interception messed it up. If his, if he didn't have the interception, his rating would have been over the one hundreds. Right. Especially fin- he, he finished a little bit over 50% completing the passes, right? And we, some of those balls were dropped. I don't even have the PFF stats of – doesn't Trey lead the preseason in drops with like almost, like seven drops? I believe that's what's going on right now. Trey is leading the yes. preseason with drops. That's right. Okay? I, like just just notice – just know that he's leading the preseason and passes dropped. I know yeah. a lot of you don't agree with me. And that's fine. Uh, but let me see if you, you guys agree with this guy. Young. You can see the game is college, right? And you can see these guys come on. Like when Trey Lance got on the field the other night, like, wow. When yeah. Justin Fields is on the ball, wow. So the transition so much easier than it ever was or ever could be for these young college players coming into the pros. Get them on the field more than ever. If there's even a close if it's a close call at all, at all, go with these dynamic young players. They can get you all those yards that Brandy just told you about, and they'll grow into the job. And think, think about the best place in the league to be, obviously with the defense of Chicago, but you have a Super Bowl-ready team with Trey Lance. I mean, Trey Lance, is, get him on the – I mean, this team is going to the Super Bowl. This is the guy that they gave up, what, five times in history that teams have given up three first-round draft choices ever. How could you be speak more loudly – that you don't want Jimmy Garoppolo than to do that. So, I mean, of all things, Trey Lance, he's got the best spot to, to land in, no question. Yeah, Jimmy. Look, Steve Young, y'all call him the GOAT. Some people call him the GOAT. I'm just saying the situation for Trey Lance 
is way better than the situation that I would say Patrick Mahomes was in. I feel like our team is more stock. Our defense was better than the Mahomes defense at Kansas City when they came in. Um, the pass catching, the weapons are there. You know, you one or one A, one B when it comes to tight end. Our running game, I feel like, is better than Kansas City's run game when Patrick Mahomes was a rookie. And I get it. They have the luxury. And that's the thing. We have the luxury, though, to allow Trey Lance to sit. But if the issues of him sitting aren't learning the plays and doing that stuff, like he actually needs to be out there. Right. Then you got to you got to kind of like got to let him get through his growing pains, because if he gets out there and starts slow, like he did in this particular game, because he has to get into some rhythm. Mm-hmm. Not gonna be upset. So if he gets into the rhythm early and starts slow and then gets into a a, a, a groove, wins his first game. I, I, look, Trey Lance doesn't really lose. He didn't lose in college, with, right? right? And so I think they got one loss, I believe. Look, man, uh, or oh, he had one interception. I can't remember what it was. It was one something. All I'm saying yeah. is, I I I understand the Jimmy concept, but just notice that the 49ers have the luxury. <laughs> Peachy, didn't you say to me earlier, if if, if Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback, mm-hmm. Jimmy got like one a shot. And if he mess up, right. Trey would be in. It, when I, uh, what I basically said is that <laughs> if Jim Harbaugh was our coach right now, Trey Lance would be starting week one. That's what mm. I said. Mm. I mean, yep. I, I said it and I meant every single word of it. The reason why is is because Jim Harbaugh would would see what Trey's ability is going to be, and he put him out there just like he did when he had Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick, and he saw that that hot hand, like he said, Cap had the hot hand, so he would go with with the one that would have the bigger upside, and. Trey Lance has the bigger upside. I I actually um, feel this way also. Trey Lance has played had played one college game, and then the year before that played the whole year. But as far as the COVID year, he only played one game that year. The team just brought him out there so he could have that one game out there. Kyle Shanahan reiterates all the time how many days it's been since Trey Lance has actually played football and all these different things like that. You let him sit this whole entire year, and that's going to be another year on top of that to where he's not played. That could be more detrimental, in my opinion, letting him sit for a whole entire year, hmm. not being able to to play football and to play with the ones and to do – you know, um, to to be out there with the ones. That was absolutely, to me, more detrimental than putting him out there, letting him go through his bumps and bruises, because 49ers are still going to go through bumps and bruises with Garoppolo. I'm just going to keep it real with you guys. Yeah, and, and to Alex's defense, though, he, he got hurt. And he did. So, and then when Colin Kaepernick came in, he was the hot guy. And then when Alex cleared concussion protocol right, and all that stuff, he, he was able to play. Jim Harbaugh was like, nah, you good, homie. Exactly. Right. So that, that's the only thing that's different. Um, you got to yeah. put that caveat in there because okay, it's a little bit different. Fine. Now, if Jimmy gets hurt and Trey right. comes in and then Jimmy comes back, but Trey is hot, same scenario. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Same darn scenario. Yeah, but um, like I said, you know, this is nitty gritty and me and Breezy keep it real and 100 and I'm just keeping it real with you right now. We're not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo being like a top five quarterback or something like that anyway. We all know that he's going to go out there and he's going to have what I call Jimmy games. And all I'm saying is if the 49ers are going to go through bumps and bruises anyway, you might as well go ahead and let Trey Lance get some go with them ones. I am hoping, if nothing else, that even if Jimmy does start, that Trey Lance is still able to go out there and get a lot of a playing time during these games because the you don't want us to trade Jimmy um, week seven and Trey Lance has barely even been out there and then him take over because then that will be detrimental to the team. And that's not how Kyle – I know Kyle doesn't roll that way, and I know us as 49er fans, we're supposed to be team first. So you want what's best for your team. So – I'm going to end it. I'm going to end this segment on this. Okay. And like you said, this is nitty gritty and a couple of things. Number one, guys, 2019 is two years ago. It's a whole, it's a different NFL. Okay. Teams have figured out Jimmy Garoppolo teams know what he, or he, he's really struggles at. You guys watch like we we watched it. We watched week one of 2020 pre high ankle spring. And Jimmy was terrible. And so it's like we're expecting Jimmy to win like he did in 2019. And that's fine. As long as all the other variables are factored in there. Somebody asked about Jimmy uh, about let's see Trey Lance against the pass rush from Green Bay. Just run the damn ball, like right. <laughs> and then open the play action. Jimmy was successful against the pass right. rush. What makes you think Trey won't be successful when you're running the ball? Like, we got a factor in it. Uh, week three, offensive line should be intact. I like my chances with Trey with an intact offensive line. Yep. He sees the Darius Smith crashing down on the edge. I can beat this dude. I can get outside the pocket. I can extend the play. Receiver, get open, be ready to catch a fastball. Right. I'm still mad at Richie James for just being a little... <laughs> yeah, he was right through his hand. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> Trey has zip, and I get it. But I, I, uh, I'm just saying, guys, don't expect the same results from Jimmy Garoppolo in 2021. We've got to accept the fact that it's 2021. Now, there can be some some superstitions. Hey, it's an odd season. He does good in odd season. Hey, that's it's cool. All I'm saying is <laughs> we got we to gotta open up and expand our minds. I know a lot of people feel Trey isn't ready, and that's fair. It's 100% fair. That's that's probably 90-something percent accurate. But there's things that Trey Lance has that you can't even teach quarterbacks. And this, this, Steve Young said, the guys coming out of college today are way more prepared Mm -hmm. for NFL. And none of them are going in to a scenario, none of them. Not Josh Allen, not not any of that. Patrick Mahomes, 
None of them are going into the situation Trey Lance got drafted in. So give Trey Lance a little bit more credit, even through his discrepancies and his growing pains as we watch him in the preseason. I will say this, though. The more reps he gets, that's dangerous for any team. Mm-hmm. The one, the one thing that I that I did see across the media, and they all agreed that the longer he was out there, the better he got. That's an outstanding thing and very promising for our future. Because just... if if you can start slow and heat up and keep heating up and keep heating up and just bang bang out there with you know in the red zone and touchdowns and the whole nine yards, if if you can keep that right there going. What what is that motto? Um, it's not about how you start; it's how you finish. I was going to end the show on that, but since you said Sorry. it, <laughs> no, it's totally fine. That's totally fine. That was yeah. going to be the motto for the end of the show. It might be cliche ish, but we all say it, and we all know how well how true that is. Right? Let's not mm-hmm. be hypocrites. It's never about how you start; it's mm-hmm. always about how you finish. Right? Yeah. And so, all I'm saying, and that goes for Jimmy. That goes for Trey. That goes for anybody on this team. That goes for the running backs where they might get negative two yards and then end the game with 102 yards. Like, it goes for everybody. It goes for a player that gets a penalty and then all of a sudden they play lights out. Trey Lance has that, I'm moving on to the next play mentality. You can't teach that. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Jimmy doesn't have it. And the reason why I said the 49ers have the luxury, they have a veteran quarterback. They have a veteran guy to where they can start this rookie guy. And then if stuff goes sour, they can pull him just like Miami did Tua. They could pull him out, put Fitzpatrick. It doesn't do anything. Tua Tua had an amazing preseason game last time, last week. After he was counted out, oh, he's going to suck this year, blah, blah, blah. Look, guys, it's football, man. Like, guys are going to make plays. Guys are going to be good. Shoot, our wide receivers need to catch these damn passes. How about that? I'm, man, I'm not Trey liking Lance. that. That's that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and, and Trey Lance finished. I mean, his, his completion percentage, you know, he completed a little bit more than half of his passes. He didn't have 300 yards, but they didn't, you know, it wasn't the game plan. He didn't play the whole game. Neither did Jimmy, right? And two touchdowns. But he's throwing the ball further down the field. Mm-hmm. His, if you look up Jimmy Garoppolo's long and you look up his average, it's totally different. It's a totally different right. game plan. This so, again, Kyle is preparing two game plans, two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And at some point, Kyle's got to say, I got to stop this. I just need one quarterback. <laughs> this, this offense just looks different. You, um, the, the contrast in the... The movement and like the rhythmic like movements of this offense between Trey and Jimmy, um, Jimmy is just night and day. It really is. Trey's out there. Things just, I mean, the flow of the offense changes. The tempo changes. Like the whole entire thing changes. And one thing that we didn't touch on, Breezy, that I want to touch on real quick is the way he handled the two-minute Drill last night. Strength of the game. Strength that of the to game. me was the best, was was one of the best moments in the game. We criticized and crucified Trey Lance from week one. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Because all he did was throw a bomb, touchdown, 81-yard touchdown pass to Trent Shearfield. Yeah. We, we crucified this kid. Told how much ready he, he's not ready, blah blah blah. He he was going back to bad mechanics. I didn't see any of the bad mechanics. Yes, he has some bad throws. Yes, he was trying to throw some balls in the tight windows. Yes, two more passes should have been intercepted, but at least four passes should have been caught. Gosh darn it! Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be worried. He struggled in the beginning. He had no rhythm. Yeah, zero rhythm. Zero. It's 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 totally okay. Um, and so I do want to say that you guys are should be worried when your quarterback is out there. But guess who looked flustered in the pocket? Jimmy Garoppolo did too. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And he didn't look good at all. I would say Trey looked better in the pocket with the backup, backup offensive line than Jimmy did with the starting offensive line. And I hate when we're comparing them because people were thinking I'm I'm choosing I'm not, I'm not I don't like Jimmy. This is no 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 no. It's not that. It's not that. They're just two different quarterbacks. And I hate to say it. I'm just ready for something new. I already know what Jimmy can do. Right. So y'all are telling me that Jimmy is going to be a better version of Jimmy, and I just have to. I'm sorry if I have to. S- to see it, to believe it. That's cliche too, right? I have to see it to believe it. Because two years ago, Peach, in 2020, last season, I said Jimmy is going to be a, a MVP candidate. He's going to be able to process the defense. He's going to be able to come out there. He's going to be able to tell people where they are. And then none of that happened. And then high ankle sprain happened. And then Jimmy was terrible. We could blame it on injury. But even in week one, he wasn't processing right. He was staring guys down. Oh, a lot of people, we have clips to get to, uh, PG. We have pressers, too. Uh, before we get to that, shout out to my brother, John. Super chat contribution. Great show, family. I tell you, man, John and uh, my man, Sean, and, and everybody else that supports yeah. this podcast, this broadcast, we truly appreciate it. Um, and we do thank you for the contributions. The contributions go to us creating more content and better quality. So we're making sure that the quality is there. That's the quality over quantity. That's my motto. I live by it. If you don't believe me, ask Peachy. I told her we got to go out and buy certain equipment if we're going to be on air. And she went mm-hmm. out and, and, and got the stuff. So if you, if you guys are just wondering where the contributions go, it, it goes to us creating great content. So mm-hmm. thank you for the contributions. Don't be afraid. Thank you, Jamie. Even if it's 99 cents, we appreciate the donations, right. all right? Um, so shout out to my brother, John, who works damn hard out there, man. I mean, John and I were having a conversation earlier about, man, he's he's in the he, he owns a restaurant, right? So he's in the restaurant business, and he's making me never, ever want to get into the business from his story. So now I no longer want to do – I know what I want to do john a mother freaking food truck that's what i want to do that that is a dream passion of mine i probably going to do it at some point in life uh and take that joint around the world go out to seattle and and hit if you've never been to seattle they have like food truck seattle and oregon like or like oregon has this food truck mecca like where all the food trucks go and it's just like a it's like blocks and you can just have anything you want and I was out there like I, I think I ate from every food truck just because I was out there. <laughs> um, I think I gained like 45 pounds in one one day. Um, yeah. So a lot of stuff to go down, man. Um, this is not uh, like I, I didn't even want the show to be a comparison, but I did want to talk about the tale of the two trays yeah. because the first half 
first series, first few, first three series, he was terrible. He was terrible, Peachy. He was horrible. I was like, oh gosh, this is not the Trey Lance that I know. And right. this is why this um, po- uh, this poll came up. And so we do want to talk about this, all right? And we got another contribution due coming in, so we'll point that out. Um, all right, we all know Coach Kyle wants his quarterbacks to play a certain style. And I know it's preseason, but is Kyle Shanahan holding Trey Lance back? And 37% of the votes went to no, that he's not. Peachy, uh, I'm sure you're going to tell us. Shout out to all the 217 faithful that voted. Thank you. I really appreciate it. But let me know, Peachy, what did you vote? As you obviously you can see what I voted, I think. I, no, I think you can. What was your vote? I voted yes. See, PG, I voted yes too. Because I feel like we're not seeing the Trey Lance, and it could be because it's preseason and he does not want to put Steph on film. Right. But Kyle Shanahan, Peachy, has a reputation mm-hmm. of making his quarterbacks do. What he wants them to do, a la Jimmy Garoppolo, is Trey Lance going to end up going down that same road? Or does Kyle Shanahan says, I got to let Trey be Trey? (laughs) Well, we saw Kyle letting Trey be a little bit of Trey last night. So that was that was great to see. Um, Letting him get, you know, move out the pocket a little bit, getting getting him a little bit more. You know what I'm saying out there? I'm hoping this next game, he's really going to let Trey be Trey. I think Kyle is going to let Trey be Trey. And I think Kyle's going to let him do that. Eventually, he's going to have to is because his talent is just too. I think it is so much potential that I just think Kyle's just going to be like, you know, he's just going to want to take that Corvette out and drive it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I hear you. I do. I, I actually agree with you. Uh, but Jerry's saying it's going to make Trey better trusting Kyle. I'm, we're, this is what we're hoping, right? We're hoping all the mechanics, all the things, Scangarella, you know, every Beck, uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, all the, all of these things they're, they're instilling him. You got to think about it like this. Like, look at Trey as like the Terminator and they're uploading the software. Or put him in the Matrix, gosh darn it. He's Neo, right? And they're mm-hmm. uploading the software and he has to download it, process it, and make it work. So he's going to struggle through some things. But once he gets it, good golly, oh, Molly. This is not even about Trey doing design runs. I, I don't even want to see that. But I know it's coming. We all know it's coming, right? We know that the RPOs and the, the, the run pass, we know those are coming, right? We do. But last night, we got to watch Trey Lance escape the pocket. Mm-hmm. And get out and get open. He looks slow to me. Did, did Trey Lance look slow to you? He couldn't get to. I mean, it's probably hard running from one side of the field all the way to the other side of the field. <laughs> like a little slow. I thought Trey was a little faster than that, but he did yeah, get he outside. Was kind of moving, kind of slow. Um, um, I I do agree with that. I don't know what happened. I know he's faster than that. I mean, we saw we saw him faster than that when they were doing their joint practices when he was running out there. So. I don't know whether he was antsy about it because he wasn't supposed to do it. I mean, I don't know what it is. He was kind of moving kind of like, 
you know, he was kind of indecisive. Um, he was also like looking at different things. So it's, you know, it's possible that, that he could have just been, you know, processing. He could have yeah. been processing at the same time. And, you know, it, it could be that Kyle Shanahan is just simply evaluating what he has. Right. And so he can check off box, check this box off, check off this mm-hmm. box, not check off this box. So the boxes that aren't checked off, we're going to do more of. Yes. You know what I mean? And so it could be that. It, it, it could simply be that. Um, Landlord84 says, we still don't know who Trey is. Remember, he played against college and scrubs. I know we don't know who Trey is. Right. But I think our coach knows who Trey is. Mm-hmm. And our coach is deceptive, right? He's like the Decepticons, right? He's just straight up, you know, he will deceive us. Yes. Just because he can. Okay? And we want to believe the words that are coming out of his mouth, and then we don't know which words to believe. Right. All right? And And so, yeah. The one one thing that I will say that we do know, we do realize that the 49ers gave up the farm in order to, to get this kid. So... Kyle definitely knows, you know, like yeah. what he has. And regardless of what he says, we know through the 49ers actions of what we gave up in order to get him. And I think a lot of people just do not, they're not processing everything that the 49ers had to give up in order to make that move up to three to get Trey. It was a lot, a whole lot. Okay. <laughs> It was. It was, it, was several, it was several first round draft picks in the yes, swap of the 2021 yes. first round draft pick. So you can say it was three first round draft picks because right. we moved up and we still gave up our normal regular first round draft picks. So some people say yes. three, some people say two. It was a lot. It Either definitely way, was. it was still a whole lot. <laughs> um, yeah. And and so that so the 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 thing that Kyle is consistent with, and we're gonna listen to him talk real quick. He's consistent. Shout out to John V for the the contribution. He wants us to pick him up on the way in the food truck. That's cool because um, uh, PG, you can drive because I hate driving, and then I can manage and John can cook, and then we'll have the nitty gritty Niners food truck. I love it, man. Round of applause. I love that. So, all right, Kyle is consistent with. Not giving anything away, even though they try to trick him. Uh, let's listen to Kyle Shanahan in this particular clip. <laughs> they ask him a question, and this is not the questions. I did not see the Spider-Man trailer movie, so do not talk about it in this chat, or you will be banned. <laughs> do you understand the words that? Do you understand these words that are coming out of my mouth? Okay, and then Mike says he can eat the food. We'll pick you up, Mike. No problem. Um. All right, so let's watch this clip. Uh, you know, I don't like to tell you what the clip is about. I kind of want to surprise you. What I do is, PG, I go through the clips and I try to pick something that is different. I try to pick one thing that's a little bit different from what everybody else is talking about. So let's go ahead and watch this Kyle Shanahan clip. Um, first two series, I was frustrated with um, us not making those catches on third down. You know, I was really happy with the first drive. Um, plan on pl- Jimmy getting a few more series, but you got 16 plays on that first drive. Um, and then for us not to make that play, if we end with a turnover, um, didn't put that on him at all. Uh, Trey came in, wanted to get him going a little bit. The first third down, um, thought Debo should have made that play over the middle too. Um, after that, kind of had the same situation the next third down in the third series. Uh, I thought that one was a little too hard for Snow to come down with, though. It would have been a very great catch. So I um, thought he had a chance to come out. We sputtered a little bit around him. 
Um, then I thought he lost his a little bit, but I was glad he was able to finish it there in the second quarter and um, come out, I think, on our second drive in the third quarter and take us down there for a touchdown. Now, this was directly after the game, so Kyle Shanahan probably didn't go back and rewatch anything, but from what he saw, what he was told, he was saying that out of those three passes, you know, one, uh, only one of them was kind of on the quarterback, which was Trey Lance. And that was the pass to Sanu. We watched that one, right? He's saying that was right. too too zippy, mm-hmm. right? Even though it looked like Sanu could have had could have caught that pass, <laughs> all right? He said it was too zippy. Um, but what are your thoughts? The coach said, "Yo, it's 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 you know the receivers got to make those catches." He actually put the blame on the receivers. I think for one, I think that he is about aggravated with um, IU and Debo both right now. <laughs> The number one and number two. Exactly. Trent Sherfield is coming in for the number one. Order, whatever order that you want to put them in, I think that Kyle is – I think Kyle Kyle's about ready to put both of them dudes in his doghouse because they have been missing some 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 serious passes. Man, they were having the dropsies. It's it's so it's so funny, right? Yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> let's hear from our two quarterbacks. And then we'll end the show on our uh, our our favorite our game ball players, right? Um, we'll, we'll end the show on that. All right, so we got Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I like this clip from Jimmy. Check it out. The practice, I mean, the game. A lot of good comes from the game, especially for me. You know, you got live bullets flying, things like that. But practice, you you get a lot out of those two days. There's uh, you know, teams are preseason teams are trying to hide some stuff and keep some things close to close to their vest. So. You don't really see everything, but in practice, you get a good taste of it. So I thought we battled with him for two days. It was, you know, some good back and forth stuff. Uh, we made some big time plays out there the first day, even the second day. But, uh, you know, overall, I think the practice is probably more important, I guess. I don't, I don't know. So Jimmy Garoppolo is saying that the joint practices are more important than the preseason games. We've been hearing about this for the past few weeks. Do you agree with Jimmy? I actually do agree. Okay. I think that the players play like a lot harder. I think that they take it a lot more serious than they do. Joint practices are great. Yeah, like what I'm getting from the joint practices um, from Jimmy Garoppolo's perspective is that they're able to run plays Mm -hmm. that only those two teams are going to see. Right. Whereas when they do it in the game – and the stuff is videotaped, Mm -hmm. they have to... Remember, you can't take practices, guys. Remember Spygate? (laughs) And so when they they do the shows, now you got Mm -hmm. film, all 22, and you got to play it more vanilla. Right. So that, you know, the week one opponent can't find that stuff or whatever, whatever. So Jimmy likes the practice. I would say that the 49ers had really great practices with the Chargers. Those two practices are what kind of whipped them into shape. And so you heard and saw Jimmy and Trey ball out in those practices, right? They Mm -hmm. actually did a lot better than, obviously, uh, the Los Angeles Chargers did well against the 49ers defense Mm -hmm. and things like that. And so they got a lot of good reps in practice. But when they come into the game, they don't instill the same offense. They don't instill the same defensive uh, Mm -hmm. plays or things like that, mainly because they don't want to put stuff out there for everybody to kind of, like, get a hold of. So um, I agree with you, and I agree with Jimmy um, Garoppolo. Now, we also heard – from Trey Lance. Did you get a chance to check out Trey Lance's presser? Because I know you said you wanted to hear it. I did. 
All right. Um, and so here's the clip for Trey Lance. I want to know if this bothers you and everybody out there that's watching. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah, it was, um, you know, a, kind of a full field progression uh, for me. So, yeah, it was one thing, hold the safety, um, check Pruitt was, was my first look, uh, and then check the wide and go on the outside to my left uh, to number one receiver was another option. Uh, and then we ended up getting a five-man pressure, which is, is perfect to throw throughout. Uh, and Travis beat his man, was in the right spot, uh, and obviously got him got him the ball. Trey, how much time have you spent? Trey just broke down the whole play and how he did what he did. If you if you if you follow the 49ers uh channel on YouTube, you got people in there that are mad. Does this make <laughs> you mad? Cause Trey is kind of like saying, yo, this is what I did, man. Like this dude did this and I did this and then this. <laughs> like, what are your thoughts on that? I'm not sure that that um uh, I felt like he was giving away a little bit too much. I don't think that Kyle is going to be happy with that. You know, Kyle Kyle tries to keep everything close to the vest. When you talk to Kyle, Kyle did right, in TMI. Too much information. This preseason, you're not supposed to be, you know, you're not supposed to be telling people how you diagnose, you know, this whole entire thing. You know, we already know that he's intelligent. We already know that he can, you know, pretty much read anything that's not that it's just that it's preseason that's the last thing that you you don't hear a lot of um players doing that when they get out there they talk about that Kyle's probably like yeah well you know we couldn't do that well we'll scratch that play we'll probably pull that play out in like week 13 or something like that yeah I think I said that somewhere way, way, way down to the way. I know I said that actually on the YouTube channel I said, oh, don't worry, guys. We'll just see that play again to Travis Benjamin week 13. Later on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Won't see it ever again. But week 13, I promise you, you'll see that type of play. Uh, Mike says, I don't think he's going to be running that. Exa- exactly. Like week right. 13 or playoffs, you're going to see that type right. of play. Um, yeah. <laughs> too, too, too much information, guys. Too, too much information. But I tell you what, he's still learning, right? Yes. And they put these guys on the spot and they're answering hard questions, right? Like they're answering questions because they even asked Trey about starting. And mm-hmm. I thought he was going to slip up and be like, and then he was like, no, nah, I'm not even worried about that. I'm not, right. I, I'm not worried about starting. Like they're asking them these questions. They're hoping, they're <laughs> aiding and embedding them to slip, to give out something that they shouldn't say. And so... <laughs> They got the right one there. And JB, you're right about that. We will never hear from him talk like that anymore. Ever. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle nip that. <laughs> it's it's so funny, guys. It's it so awesome. funny. Um, you also got got a chance to hear from the defensive line, and you got a chance to hear from um uh the uh Travis Benjamin who caught the pass. Let's hear from Travis Benjamin because he talks about his his interview was super short. It was like a minute. So uh, I had to find a clip that I thought was worthy enough for us to like talk about. So let's go ahead and listen to Travis Benjamin. He willing to learn each and every week, each and every day he goes out on the field, no matter who's out there, he putting the ball where it's supposed to be and he correcting himself and he playing better and better. First of all, I love the Cuban link chain. That's probably my favorite link. And then I didn't, and then Dookie ropes. Remember the Dookie ropes? Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite links. I do want to shout out Travis Benjamin for that Cuban link. I mean, I 
I don't own a Cuban link, but now I'm probably going to want to go get a Cuban link because I always <laughs> wanted one. All right. Um, he said that he's going out there to improve that. The person that he's talking about is Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. When receivers and players, your, your, your playmakers are speaking that highly of, of a quarterback. What does that do to the team? When you're have when there when there's no competition with for the quarterback's position, like is this building Trey Lance's confidence or is this discouraging Jimmy Garoppolo? Because they're not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, they're not asking about Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, um, I think that this is. I I kind of feel both ways. I feel like it's an encouragement to Trey to know you know that he's out there doing something right you know, and that he's definitely improving. Um, also, Colin Cowherd made a statement and said that he felt like that Jimmy was losing confidence Ooh. because of all of these praises that are coming from this team with Trey Lance from, you know, pictures where he's he's walking around with Kittle from even going back to when they went to Vegas and, you know, just just all these different things or whatever, with him gravitating towards everyone, everyone to get close to him. Everybody's starting to have these amazing things to say about him and everything. Now, I'm not exactly sure that I agree with what Colin said. I don't believe that Jimmy's losing confidence. I will say that I do believe that the team is starting to, you know, realize kind of like, you know, the writing's on the wall, you know, eventually is what's going to happen. This is going to be the guy that's going to be throwing them the passes. Mm. So that's what, mm. that's what I think. Yeah, the, the future is near. Right. Basically, basically right. that's what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's really near. <laughs> Ooh, put, the, put that really in there, that, that adjective, the, the thing is, that's giving, yeah, or adverb yeah, or whatever you want to call it. It's one of them English things. People realize, right. Yeah. Well, speaking of coward, let's go ahead and 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 listen to what he said, and let's see what they think out there. He's lost confidence. Jimmy Garoppolo has no confidence. What are the three things for a quarterback that crush confidence? Number one is injuries. You don't want to get hit. He's had those. Number two, your coach loses confidence in you. We saw that in his last playoff run. Took the ball out of Jimmy's hand. Number three. They draft your replacement. Jimmy Garoppolo had a quarterback rating of 16 last night. That's against backups. That is in a game in which nobody now plays starters in the NFL preseason. It's embarrassing. Like, nobody's playing backups. Easton Stick is a fifth-round quarterback, number three quarterback for the Chargers. I watched that game last night. Easton Stick was better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to put it at that. I didn't realize he had the game clips in there, so I'm hoping that doesn't get flagged. And things like that, but yeah, I mean, so so a lot of people can't stand coward, and I get it. But do y'all agree that Jimmy's losing his confidence? I know Peachy said no, and I'm gonna leave it out there. If you guys want to respond to that, I tell you what, man, just hit us up. You know, if you you want to jump on the Discord, we could talk after this on the Discord. Make sure you go ahead and follow us on the Discord, um, or you can hit us up DM or or, or on, on Spaces or whatever. We could talk about it. I, I, that's actually a good question. Uh, to be honest with you, um, now, I will I will say that that um, if there's any Chargers fans that are watching, Easton Stick did look good out there. I was I I was liking some of those throws that that 
He looked better than Trey Lance. I mean, like, let's call it like it is. Yes. So everybody exactly what I was gonna say. That I'm this huge Trey Lance fan. I am, (laughs) but he got flaws. And I'm not gonna sit there and not talk about his flaws. Easton Stick, whatever his name is, was sticking it to the 49ers (laughs) D. All right, Peach. Let's let's um let's go through. Give me a positive and negative of the game. I'll give you a positive and negative. We're gonna talk about uh three players and then we're gonna give our game balls and then we're gonna get up out of here. Okay. Give me one positive, one negative. Just one. Don't give me 16. <laughs> positive of the game was the the red zone ability of Trey Lance. Okay. We talked a little bit about that. So mm-hmm. if you guys don't remember, Trey Lance, like within a minute, a minute or then two-minute drill, went down there, uh, didn't give the team the lead, but he went down there and was able to get the team on the board from an offensive perspective, okay? So from an offensive perspective. Give me a defensive uh, – uh, give me, sorry, give me a negative. Sorry. The negative would be the interceptions by okay. Lance and Jamie. All right. So how about we how about we just say negatives and 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 hold the turnovers? There were three turnovers in that game. Yes. You had the two interceptions by the the quarterbacks, and then you had the fumble by the third quarterback. That's right. Forgot about that. that no, okay. That's why that's why we're here. We teammates. We're teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Captain Planet. Bam. We do our powers combined. All right. So look, um, yeah. Like, and those are good. Uh if I had to pick a positive, um, my positive would be the defensive pressures in the game. There were numerous sacks. Okay. Matter of fact, let me talk about the sacks. There were numerous sacks and there were numerous pressures, which was blowing my mind. And so these are the players that had sacks. Contavia Street, Nicole Willis, who got the safety first Points on the board for the 49ers. Oh, my gosh. We got a lot of people in here right now. I, I, I'm I'm about to lose my marbles. Okay? Mm-hmm. Make sure you guys are subscribed to the channel, too, because this is a lot. All right? If you're not already subscribed, please go ahead and hit that like button. It'll, and then hit the bell so when you get the show, you'll get that, that bell ding. All right? Um, Armstead and Ebucom. Ebucom, Ebucom, or however you want to say his name. Sosa! In his first preseason game. Mm -hmm. All right. And these are positives that we need to own in on because we're talking about depth getting pressures as well as starters like Armstead and Ibukam. Only issue with the the Willis thing is just say no to drugs. I don't care what the drugs are. You, You just don't do drugs. Yes. Period. Period. Six because years. he's going to cost us six games. Not six games losing. Just right. he's not going to be with the team for six right. games, which means he's not even eligible to make a roster spot. Okay? If you guys understand, he's exempt. He can't He can't be – he can participate now. He can't make the 53, but he also can't get picked up by any other team, so the 49ers are safe. Right. So that he can't means, practice. He can't practice with the team either. He can't. Not, he can't. He can, practice. Pra- he can practice with the team now 
until yeah, the, until the I'm fifth talking degree. about once the season starts. He once the season starts, he can't he can't do any of that. No. But but at least he can remain a 49er. The only thing is they're gonna have to give up a player to get him back on the mm-hmm. team. But week what what is it? Week seven week we gotta buy week six, right? So week seven, thanks, Rich Rivera. Week seven, he should be eligible. You're getting fresh legs coming off the edge. Shoot. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. All right. Um, and so the defense, I want to I want to point out two positives from the D, but it's still the line, all right? The sacks, but here's what's most important for some of you defensive gurus out there. It's not about the sacks. It's about the pressures, all right? So here's some extra names added to this list. Zach Kerr. We're going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Abukam had two pressures. One was a sack. And then Eddie Yarborough. I hope I spelled his name right. Sure I didn't, okay? Close um, enough. Close enough. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, look, the pressures are there. And, again, we talked about this coming from the second to third unit. Yarborough's a third, fourth unit guy. He's getting pressures. Catavia Street, second to third unit guy. Kerr, second to maybe even starting over DJ Jones. Pump the brakes. I'm not saying that. Willis, second unit. He's not starting. All right? Armstead, starter. He's my sack, my sack leader this year. PG sack leader is hurt, according to the 49ers. I think he's going to be super healthy to go week one. All right. And then Ebukam, who's came in, he's going to be a beast once he gets all his football stuff under his, uh, you know, he gets his wind back, his football legs, all that type of stuff. You already saw his motor. I watched Ebukam get pushed so hard by the offensive lineman. He still got the sack. That, that dude's strong. He had different strong. Yes. He is. <laughs> uh, negatives, though, Peach, you went with turnovers. I'm going with penalties. Oh, yes. I The 49ers had 13 penalties. Mm. 13. That's a lot for 100. 100 and what, 18 yards, if I'm not mistaken? 13 penalties for 118 yards. They've got to nip that in the bud. All right? And I don't even think any of these penalties were offensive holding from the second and third. <laughs> it was other penalties. <laughs> The reps were hard. I mean, they were in, and I have to remember in preseason, they always call a ton of things and they do that so that, you know, these teams like keep in mind as to what, you know, kind of like reminders. So I, I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting that they, that they do that, that they, they do over analyze every single tiny thing if you just step out like you know it it doesn't matter if you grab you know what i'm saying so but they were harsh on the 49ers last night there were some of those that were just ridiculous yeah you you there you were seeing i think i I, ambry thomas got a holding call that i couldn't figure out but they said he grabbed and i was like what grabbed weird um there were there were some plays uh, that I just thought that the rest were nitpicking, but exactly. it's better to them to get that stuff out now mm-hmm. than to do it during the regular season. That's exactly. the only thing. I'm. That's the only upside to that, right? Yeah. That's the only upside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here are three rookies that are absolutely balling right now. 
Okay? Diamador Lenore has been targeted six times this preseason and has a passer rating uh, of zero. Like he's allowed zero receptions. Mm -hmm. If we don't give this young fella some props. Now he's doing it against majority of second, second string guys, third string guys. But this helps him in his confidence. Um, what are your thoughts on Lenore very quickly? I have been so impressed with Lenore yeah. throughout this whole entire, I don't know, training camp, preseason, the whole nine yards. Like he has really made a claim on this team. Okay. I'm very excited to watch him play this year. Does, does Lenore make your 53? Yes, he does. All right. That's good. That's good. She makes, he makes the 53. All right. Here's the second guy. This is by Chris Biderman. All right. Or Biderman. All right. Shanahan also said he would like Ricky Jalen Moore to get more time inside. He's been at left tackle, um, left tackle because of injuries to tackle blah, blah, blah. Trent Williams, Sean Coleman, Justin School. Moore could be in the mix at right guard later on. Emphasis now is finding the best eight to nine guys. Eight to nine is the offensive linemen that are going to probably make this team. Just so he put this out there. He's a Kyle Shanahan's words and figuring out positions later. Kyle's looking for the eight to nine best O linemen and then figuring out where the heck they're going to go. Uh, <laughs> Peachy, Jalen Moore is having a pre good preseason. All right. He's only allowed, I would say, one sack, mm-hmm. maybe two. Right. Okay. Now, how, what are your thoughts on rookie Jalen Moore? I feel like that he will definitely be a depth piece on our online. I know that Kyle Kyle likes him a lot. He's he's impressed Kyle. Uh, it's debatable whether it's two sacks, but it's fine. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's his own point. Uh, he's he's obviously doing a a really good job because Kyle keeps bringing him up. So, well, I mean, he's getting brought up by default. So it's not like Kyle is bringing him up. He's getting he's getting brought up to play the left tackle position due to whatever. But Kyle wants to use him elsewhere, though. Like that, like that. That's that's the that's the key, right? He's Kyle is saying that Jalen Moore has the potential to be one of the best eight to nine offensive linemen Mm -hmm. on the team for a what was he a fifth round pick? Yeah, I believe so. So the 49ers are winning in the fifth round. Mm-hmm. That's something to pay attention to because they usually win in the fifth round. Yeah. George Kittle, Dre Greenlaw. We got th- – guess who the top three picks are of rookies? Fifth round picks. So guess who the next guy is? Listen. Kyle Shanahan says rookie safety, Talanoa Hufunga, is definitely giving himself – the key word is definitely – giving himself another adverb, right? Giving himself an opportunity to compete for the starting safety job, strong safety job week one after strong practices and two good preseason games. Tavon Wilson has been running with the starters, but has been nicked recently. Does Talanoa Hufanga become the starting strong safety for the 49ers? Who said that? Whose who show was that on where somebody wears a hat, usually wears nitty-gritty wear, Wayne Breezy wear, said that they felt like that. 
I believe that you are right. Look, when when if you go back and watch the the draft shows that we did, like throughout the the, the midday draft shows, and I talked about who was going to get drafted in the fifth round, mm-hmm. he was the guy I picked, and okay. he has like uh, an aura about him that mm-hmm. fits the 49ers. Once he allows the game to slow down, once he understands coverages and angles, he has the potential to be a lot different. Oh, well, let's answer this question. Like, this is the longest regular season show we've ever done. We two hours. But we're going to get out of here in about five minutes and three <laughs> right now. I'm hot and sweating in places I shouldn't be sweating. Okay? And PG got another show to do. Y'all keeping her long because y'all don't want her to go do another show. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Listen. Is Tart going to get cut? Man, I feel like we're gonna have to have a whole nother show about oh, that. Oh, yes, we are. I don't I don't know if he gets cut. I, I think nother. I think Kyle Shanahan is able to manipulate the system, right? Because you got mm-hmm. the PUP list and then you got the IR. And so if he starts the season, if he makes the roster, starts the season on PUP and gets put onto the short-term IR or whatever, mm-hmm. they could bring him back. It's just that he takes up a roster spot. Right. Right. But if you cut him now. If you cut him now, he can't come back this year. That's right. And then he also doesn't take off a roster spot. All right. So, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. But if Hufanga is balling and they're confident in Tavon Wilson as well, Mm -hmm. does Tart even have a place on this team? That's the question that you should really be asking. All right, so those are the three rookies that are balling out absolutely right now. There are more rookies. Elijah Mitchell hasn't paid, played. Ambry Thomas, he's not struggling. It's just that he's he's not doing as well as Lenore. It's just right. kind of like it is. And it's because, right. in my opinion, there's two things that I feel that Lenore has over Ambry Thomas. Mm-hmm. Number one, style of defense that they played in Oregon, opposed to Michigan, that played a lot of press man. Number mm-hmm. two, Lenore played last season. Ambry Thomas sat out because of COVID. Right. So, typically, Amory Amory Thomas needs to get his football stuff back. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it comes. I think it just comes a little bit slower because he didn't play last year. Let All me right? let me ask you something. Bam! Sure, hit me with the question. I hope I know the answer. Do you think that Amory makes the 53? Absolutely, without a doubt. Okay. Amory Thomas, Amory Thomas, if he can understand and grasp when they go zone. Because that's his issues. His, his his issues are grasping the zone concept, knowing where to line up, knowing when to back up off the coverage, knowing when to press in the coverage. And, and again, don't forget, we don't – Amory Thomas has weaknesses, and they might just be testing us. Like, they test Trey Lance's weaknesses every week. Right. They're probably mm-hmm. testing Amory Thomas. Mm-hmm. Amory Thomas got burnt in this game. Yeah. And I don't know if he got burnt or if there was a move and he just couldn't catch up. But it was a perfect good ball thrown by that shtick guy. And it was over Ambry Thomas' yeah. head. You know what I'm saying? And he just wasn't able to be there to, to contest the, the catch. And he's getting a couple of penalties. One I just didn't think was a good enough. I didn't think it should have been a penalty. Uh, right. Like, but, but, but T-Man says he needs more reps. And that's what these rookies do. They need reps. They need reps. Good thing is we have uh, – oh, the good thing is we have Jason Verrett. But who's going to be the number two? Because if Emmanuel Mosley can't stay healthy, right. is Lenore going to be number two? 
Ambry Thomas is not Brian Jones. Do not do that, Vince. It, it's, no. No, that's not nice. No, he's not he's not gonna get burnt like that. No. Um, but I do like that new guy, that the new Harris guy they brought in. All right. So like they just there's some people that's gonna eh, it's it's gonna be a tough. He I just think Ambry needs more reps because he didn't play last year. And he's seeing more things he's never seen before on a real life NFL field. I will tell you the one thing that I love about Ambry Thomas, he moves on from mistakes. So mm-hmm. that one right. play that happens, it, it doesn't phase him. Yeah. Why? He's played in the big lights. Went to Michigan. 100,000. 100, 100 plus thousand every week. And the snow, rain, sleet, hail, it don't matter. Freezing cold. He's out there. Oh, Rich Rivera, thank you so much for the comment. My brother, I finally subscribed to your show last night. All late about life, but I'm here, my brother. 49ers for life. CT in the building. <laughs> I love my Connecticut family, small state, but we appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much for subscribing. So, Peach, we got to get to our game balls. Pause. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get up out of here. All right? So, offensively, I want to know who gets your game ball and why. Offensively and defensively. I mean, offensively and defensively. Who gets your game balls? And I'll do mine. Offensively, Mr. Wayne Gallman gets my game ball. Okay. All right. Shout out to Wayne Gallman. Mm-hmm. Now, now I, I, I would like to know why Wayne Gallman gets your, which gets the game ball as I post his stats. As I have previously stated uh, before earlier, I'm proud of the running backs. I'm proud of Gallman for playing the position like like the whole entire game. Like he he stayed in there. He was fine. Um, everything was really good. I also liked the way that he ran the ball. I just liked his carries. I thought that he was really good last night for the 49ers. So that's why he he got my game ball. Led the team in rushing. 15 mm-hmm. carries, 72 right. yards, averaging almost five yards a carry, right. guys. I just I just right. want to reiterate that. Like oh, carries. Super close to five. I know you guys are looking for the big runs, like from Mostert. Wayne Gallman's not that running back. Wayne Gallman's not that running back. He's the setup guy. Okay? Just remember. And so, will he make the squad? That's the question. I do believe he makes the 80. Ah, who would the 49ers cut? Maybe like Hockey. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I do think he makes the 80, though, because the 49ers, if they can use m- multiple people at, at, at one position, it would be the running backs because the running backs seem to get dinged up the most. Them and the wide receivers is super weird, right? And we already heard Kyle Shanahan say he's looking for the eight to nine best offensive linemen. So we got to figure some out. And a lot of people are saying they're taking four tight ends. And so what the heck is going on here? Maybe we only go with two quarterbacks, right? And then that frees up a spot that a lot of people think is going to the defense. Who's your defensive game ball go to? My defensive game ball goes to Kentavious Street. Oh, the monster. <laughs> oh, he's the strongest man on the team, guys. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Why'd you pick Kentavious Street? I have been pulling for Kentavious ever since he got on the 49ers. And, yeah. you know, he was hurt. And he went through, you know, like a bunch of bad times. And I was still like, if he could just be healthy and just show what he can do out there on that field. He was he was amazing last night with, you know, the sack and then not just the sack, but just the pressures and everything 
And now that he's healthy, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited to see what Street is going to do this year for the 49ers. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the, the interior is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got Street. You got Kerr. These are the rotational pieces, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's, it's uh, uh, Givens on the inside as well. Right, so these are these are these are rotational anterior pieces, and so who who are you starting? DJ Jones and 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 uh, I think Eric Armstead starts on the outside. Oh, Kinlaw, right? Those are your anterior pieces. You know what I'm saying? And so, good gosh, man, good good golly, <laughs> oh Molly, mm-hmm. country boy, strong as an ox. Did he go to North Carolina State? I'm trying to figure out what school he went to. Can't remember. He did mention Brad Bradley Chubb inside of his presser. So we'll we'll listen to that and then we'll get up out of here. All right, guys. My offensive player that I went with. Um who did I go with? I went with Travis Benjamin. I went with the guy that thinks uh everybody thinks he's not gonna be on this team. And let me just explain um how Travis how how valuable. Travis Benjamin is very quickly. Now, Travis Benjamin uh, had two receptions for 24 yards. His uh, average, obviously, was 12. We take the two divided by 24, but he did have a touchdown. All right, so he did have a touchdown pass. Great route, great throw right in front of him. Great catch. Great catch, okay? Uh, I picked Travis Benjamin. Why? Veteran. And everybody's counting him out. And everybody's counting them out because we have a plethora of wide receivers. But let me tell you something. If his stock isn't rising, I he's returning. He's out there pass catching. Like, and he's you, you saw him catching deep passes from Jimmy Garoppolo in practice. The clip is up there on YouTube, man. Go look for it. It's right there on uh the Wayne Breezy spot. Go look for it. It's a clip. It's a short. Go look at that bomb. He's catching, right? He... Jimmy Garoppolo and his was it Jimmy that said he was fast? Yes. Mm-hmm. Jimmy says he is fast. Uh I thought he would be slow being that he took a season off, but he also said if you listen to Travis Benjamin's presser that he has to get reacclimated to the speed of the game right. and all that type of stuff. The year off mm-hmm. has slowed him down a little bit. So if the 49ers got to pick six receivers, I think I'm saying bye-bye to Jalen Hurd, Richie James, River Craycraft, and I don't know who else, but I think Travis Benjamin secures. Oh, my God, this is the hardest thing to do. Wait a minute. It can't be six. PG, give me, give me, give me the six. We got Brandon Ayuk. We got Debo Samuel. You got Mohamed Sanu. Is that four? Sheffield is five. Oh my gosh, it's going to be Travis Benjamin versus uh, uh, Jalen. Oh, no, my gosh, Jawan Jennings. Mm. Okay, all right, that's what it's going to come down to. Now, do you now do you see though what I'm talking about? Like it's <sighs> Travis Benjamin know. has done it in the NFL. Jawan Jennings has it. Now you see what okay. I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Wait, did I count wrong? Do it again. I'm going to go with number one, Debo Samuel. Number two, Brandon Ayuk. Number three, Trent Shearfield. Number four, Muhammad Sanu. Number five, Jawan Jennings. Number six, oh, so they make it. 
Who did I miss? Oh, Travis Benjamin. There we go. This is six. Yeah. So I said bye. My bad. I can't count. I asked PG, what did I do? She didn't tell me, so I just messed up. All right. And so there you go. There's your six. That I means no like you J- did. I got I got off. I got canned off. I That's cool. That means no Jalen Hurd. That means no River Craycraft. Yeah. We probably will get to the practice squad. Mm. And that means um, I did count my fingers the second time, Mickey Ficky. And then that means um, <laughs> no um, whoever the other guy is that I mentioned. Too much raise for you. You know what, y'all? Y'all lucky we on this camera. Y'all could take shots at me, but when off camera, I'm coming for you. Just know that. All right. Um, and so let's go ahead and and oh, did I do my my defensive player? This is my defensive guy. Look, he gave the 49ers the their first points. I can't remember the last time the 49ers got a safety in any type of exhibition matchup, but Jordan Willis manhandled that left at tackle, got to to stick. Got him down in the end zone, gave the 49ers two points, and for a second, the 49ers had some mojo. If it wasn't for penalties, PG, I don't think the Chargers would have scored. Because the penalties allowed them to get down the field and a lickety split. Yeah. Penalty after penalty after penalty. That was um, that that was the whole that was the whole thing, right? There were so many defensive penalties. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Vince says no Walters. I, for one, I haven't heard from Walters. Number yeah. two, if Travis Benjamin is is upgrading his stock, Jawan Jennings is upgrading his stock, but Walters isn't upgrading his stock. I just don't think he's going to. Practice he was, squad. Uh, he was undrafted anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, practice squad. Right, practice squad, yeah. Practice squad, yeah. yeah. Uh, I see John got jokes. He says, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, guys, one last time, get your raise, it pays. Let me tell right. you, man, the joint go down. Um, one more question, and we'll get up out of here. All right, does Willis count on the 53? No, he does not count on the 53, he mm-hmm. is exempted. Uh, from the NFL. He's going to be on that NFL exempt list. He can't be touched because he's suspended. So that's actually good for the 49ers. The only Mm -hmm. thing is they're going to have to find another person to let go if they tend to bring him onto the squad. So that's where it gets crazy. Peachy, we just did a two and a half hour regular show. Fantastic. Fantastic. We can't do this shit ever again. It's too long. If y'all know me, I don't like long shows. I don't even know what happened to us doing our shows. That was it. I was the hour of power, power hour, whatever you want to call it. And then all of a sudden, you know, we started doing these two-hour shows because y'all was like, y'all got to be on there longer. And I'm like, why? You know? But the interaction was fantastic, and you guys hung with us. And then we had people that joined us, and it was just great. It was it was wonderful. You guys are the reason why that our show was as long as it was because it was. you now, kept P- it coming. Really appreciate it. Peachy, you're going to be on another podcast with our brother, CG Ruthless, right? Can you yes. tell people where to go? Or do you not know? <laughs> All right. So CG Ruthless, 49ers content creator, guys, go out there and follow him. Follow him. Subscribe to his channel. That's his channel, Ruthless Sports, I believe. So just type in CG Ruthless on YouTube and you should be right, able to Right, which is what I was going to say. Just just type in CG Ruthless 
mm-hmm. sports and it should show up and I'm going to be on there for a few minutes. <laughs> Works calling, but you guys were fantastic. Oh, we got to end the show on this. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, yeah. Yes. We didn't even touch be, on this. I would be if we didn't bring this up. Now, right. I love Robbie Gold. Robbie Silver right now is not looking gold. All I'm saying is Robbie Aluminum, Robbie Nickel Plated, whatever, Robbie Fake Gold Plated, whatever you want to call him, he's missing extra points. Peachy, are we concerned that our kicker is missing extra points? Yeah, we are very, very concerned that our kicker is missing these extra points. Okay. Are you concerned that the kicker is missing extra points? And if so, who in the heck can we go out there and get? That's the question. <laughs> Brass. The scary thing about it is we've already had experience when we got somebody else to do it whenever Robbie wasn't there. We learned that from the Seattle game is we don't want that. It's better to, what is it to be with the devil you know than the devil you don't or something like that? I'll tell you, we <laughs> did a bunch of cliches on this show too. I know. <laughs> I was trying to think about it, but um, the only thing that I will say is I was watching Kyle whenever he was practicing that two-point conversion. <laughs> all right. So, all right. All right. All right. Can I, can I say something in Robbie's defense? <laughs> Robbie wasn't ready to kick the extra point because they go for the two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. It's successful. Trey Lance is able to run it in to the edge on the right edge. He gets two points. Who got the holding call? I think that was the only hold or something happened where it got in the game. Yeah, it was a holding, yeah. Um, And and so that was the issue. So Robbie Gold gets the thumbs down from Mm -hmm. Nitty Gritty Niners. But you know who gets a thumbs up? And we didn't mention his name at all tonight. He actually was the highest rated PFF defensive player of the 49ers. And that is second year. Safety, Jared Maiden, who should have had a pick six. But Mm -hmm. once again, it gets negated by a penalty. So (sighs) at least he got the interception, PG. Okay. but I know. You know know what it was, um, Breezy? The refs just did not – they didn't want the 49ers to just show out in that game. Like Mm -hmm. they they didn't want us to mop the floor with the Chargers. Okay. Because – that's going to help me sleep <laughs> to think that that's why we got all those darn penalties is because we would have just, it would have just been an ugly game. Nobody wants a big, huge, you know, score like that. Peachy was shouting out you guys and I cut it off because I wanted to talk about gold. But when she shouted you out, she's 100% correct. You guys are the reason why we do this. Your interaction is infectious and we truly love it because you guys are making me laugh and I'm not supposed to be paying attention to the chat. I'm supposed to be looking at this camera and looking at Peachy and going off of her. But you guys are saying the funniest stuff and I appreciate it. So round of applause for you. All right. And we're going to go on and get up out of here, baby. We're four minutes over. This is going to be a long podcast to listen to. Listen, please do us the honors and uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Just type in Nitty Gritty Niners. You don't have to type in Wayne Breezy. You can type in Nitty Gritty Niners on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify if that's how y'all rock. All right. And please, 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 for Thursday's show, we're going to do something different. 
If you are following and subscribing to us on the Apple Podcast, leave a comment and put a question in there, and we'll read your question right here on the live Thursday show um, at some point on the show, all right? So we're going to do our mailbag, Peachy, from now on on the Apple Podcast, not on the Twitter. Twitter's too easy for them. Let's do something. Let's, let's challenge them. So go ahead and comment. And don't forget to rate it and give the five-star. Listen, only give two ratings, one-star, five-star. Don't leave nothing in between. We don't do lukewarm here. You either love it. Or you, or you, or you hate it, right? Hey, so, Breezy, we have to 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 acknowledge one thing. I'm sure that you will love this. Okay, Mariah has made the crossover from Android to iPhone. Yes, she has. And she said she has Apple, so she will. Def- and she definitely um, subscribed to our podcast. So, Mariah, you will. Be, I promise you, you will. You will thank me. Now and later, like the candy. Um, so, con- uh, welcome to the family of Apple. Um, no, you can't leave Twitch. Don't you leave Twitch? I tell you what, Vince. Don't leave Twitch. Just put it on Twitch and then put it on YouTube at the same time. Bam! Like y'all act like you can't multitask, man. It's right. super easy. Right. And if you got, you know, AT and T, your data is free now. Like you just paying for whatever. It's it's unlimited all of a sudden. I'm like, oh. I was at a gig and I was like, oh, snap, this is unlimited. They sent me a text message telling me not to worry about using too much data, you know, because after you reach like a 20 gig limit for the month, mm-hmm. they start to slow your stuff down. Right. That junk got, you know, whatever. Me- meanwhile, um, T-Mobile has their problems that they have with with being hacked. So I'm know. not promoting AT&T because they're not paying me, but... I'm having a good time with AT&T. All right, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners, man. You guys went from talking about hot dogs. I don't even know how we got that. How did y'all get the hot dogs? I have no idea how they got the hot dogs. All I know is I'm hoping I got hot dogs in the refrigerator upstairs because now I'm hungry. And so <laughs> uh, I'm going to go find me a hot dog and cook a hot dog. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of myself, the queen, Miss Peachy B, again, happy belated birthday to you, Peachy. Happy belated yes. birthday to all the Leos out there. Yes. And happy early birthday. If we don't hear from you before Thursday, we will make sure we try to give you guys a shout out out there on our Twitter channel. Um, happy birthday to you guys out there. Again, thank you all so much for tuning in and Nitty Gritty. Guys, you know what we're going to always do on this show? We're going to be faithful always. But I'm going to keep it nitty and Peachy is going to keep it great. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.